Oh yeah, baby. Happy Halloween. We're back. It feels good to be back, Paul. Yeah. It feels really good to be back for a lot of reasons, actually. Um, you know, it's Halloween for one. I love Halloween. Just kidding. I really don't. Um, not my favorite holiday by any stretch. Nah, I'm good with it. It's cool. I mean, it's like whatever. It's cool, but I don't. Yeah, it's uh. I don't like. It's die one of those... over like some of these people do. You know? I know. I don't lie. It's just so fucking loud. But all right, let's do that. Here we go. Uh, we just, just did the whole show like this with like the background. Just, no, like, God. It's, I, like... So, because a lot of what a lot of people don't say, it stops abruptly. That it just pisses me <laughs> off. Uh, a lot of people don't realize. Uh, well, didn't know, might not know. Uh, thank you, first of all, for tuning in. Uh, yeah. Row one, seat one, Joey Fats Radio, live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us on this absolutely glorious Tuesday evening, a Halloween Tuesday evening. Which is why uh, you'll notice yeah. Sean is not present tonight because he had uh, dad duty. On uh, trick or treating, and he had to take his little Super Mario out like to go though. collect candy, and uh, you know he had uh, you know so it was one of those nights he had he had <laughs> stuff to do, and I don't think he really wanted to sit here and listen to me gloat about the Broncos ending the ending the streak against the Chiefs while the yeah. Patriots simultaneously uh, are creating their own losing streak to Tua, who is now undefeated against Belichick. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get into that in a minute. But uh, what I think you know what a lot. Uh, some behind the scenes a little bit you know pulling the curtain back i think a lot of people knew a couple weeks ago we didn't have a show because of uh hard uh, technical difficulties and i lost yeah. my whole hard drive so all this stuff that we're doing like i'm still patching things together yeah. like you you do something for so long a certain way yeah you got to rebuild everything and you something lost, comes back and it's, it's it's like when you spend like 6 weeks building a lego castle facts out of Legos and like you finally get it and it's all fine and well and it's there and then the you come home from you come home from school and your <laughs> asshole little brother decided to play King Kong and then it's just smashed all over the place and then there's pieces missing you don't know where things are I'm looking in your general direction by the way as the, the asshole I didn't ever really did any of that shit with Legos bro we tried building connects and shit that I was down for you were you were I you were always really wanting to be like. Well, I took this fucking airplane that you made out of Legos, and I threw it into the castle, and everything exploded. That was when all was So then I just decided, done. fuck it, I'll just break it all the way. I mean, that might as well. That was when it was all said and done, and that's what we I'm were kidding, but do. seriously. But, uh, but no, thank <laughs> you. But it's, uh, so it's a lot of just piecing everything back together yeah. and kind of rebuilding and, like, things I forget about. Like, I totally forgot. I was on vacation last week. I was in the Caribbean all week last week. I was on a cruise. It was great. Met some awesome people along the way. Uh, it was a it was a whole ton of fun. It was a great trip. We had a lot of you know a little you know a couple disappointments here and there, but overall a plus trip. Would would definitely can't wait to do the next one. But uh, my wife and I just got back you know on Saturday and we're like I'm like I I, I didn't I had no energy to come up here and like start working on a new intro. Yeah, you know especially when you're trying to learn new software on top of it, it's like I'm I don't have because I lost I lost all my Adobe yeah, stuff. Blows, bro. You know because. Um, that was back in the good old days where you could steal things, and now you can't steal things anymore because Adobe requires a monthly subscription, and I'm like, no. Yep. Although I might break down and just actually do it because even though I like Audacity and how it works, it's pretty similar. It's just it's not. I don't know it, so it makes things much more difficult. But uh, we got a shitload to get into tonight, Paul. You and I, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to get into all of the trade deadline stuff that went on today. Obviously, the big move, Chase Young to the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, we'll re- get into reunite with this homeboy. We'll get into my Broncos. We'll get into your Colts. 
Oof. We'll get into who is the best team in the AFC as it stands right now because it feels like it's pretty wide open. Uh, we'll get into That's a little a bit question. of the World Series. We will talk some NASCAR and some sports betting, uh, which will go hand in hand because, boy, do I have a do I have a situation coming up on Sunday. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. If you would. And it's going to be fun. So uh, we'll get into it. 774-992-8702 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, get your thoughts, your feelings out on the air. Uh, we have a lot to uh, – we can get into uh, – let's, let's start off first real quick um, with how disappointed I was that there was no Manning cast last week. Because normally yeah, I work – I normally work Mondays now. Yeah. So I don't get to catch Monday night football a whole anymore, which is fine. But the, one, the two Mondays that I've had off so far since I started my new schedule, the yeah. two Mondays that I've been able to – no Manning cast. Yeah. And that absolutely fucking sucks. La- watching that game last night between the Lions and the Raiders was just. I'm not going to say it was Chargers Bears Sunday night football bad, but it was pretty yeah. bad. And it wasn't that the game wasn't like entertaining. I mean, what, you know, watching Jimmy Garoppolo overthrow Devontae Adams every chance he got or just yeah, was, straight up I miss was him like, Holy shit. Um, was, was, you know, oh, super, super entertaining. Yeah, it was, oh, wow, it was a very entertaining football. I love watching. You know, just substandard quarterback play. Uh, as a Broncos fan, I've had to deal with that for the last eight years. So, uh, no, no, thank you. All set. <laughs> um, it's to me. I turn on. A, I turn on the game, and I'm like watching, like you know, Zach Wilson running around against the Giants, and I'm like, he's like, he fucking sucks. I'm like, dog, this kid's playing okay. We'll get into that game too. Yeah. Best worst game ever. Yep. Uh, but no, watching that game last night with no Manning cast was just brutal. Because I would have watched the whole thing, right. start to finish, if it was the Manning cast. But I'm like, nah. Like, I just, I don't want to listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman anymore. Like, it it initially was nice because it gave you that big game feel. Like, right. when you tuned into Monday Night Football and you hear Buck and Aikman, you're thinking like, oh, shit. Oh, like, yeah, here we go. This is the big, this is the big four o'clock primetime game. Like, we're, we're off and running. Like, let's go. Like, let's, let's get this. You know what I mean? Then that wore off real fast. Because yeah. then you realize Monday Night Football, for the most part, sucks now. Yeah. Teams don't get up to play on Monday night football anymore like they used to. It's just another day of the week because you got Thursday night, Monday night, sometimes Fridays, sometimes Saturdays. Uh, do we have double headers on Mondays? Who cares? I don't care. Do you care? No, I don't care. Nobody cares anymore. Monday night football, like that illustriousness is gone. And it just sucks because Monday night used to be like, oh, fuck, like I can't wait for Monday night football this week. That's going to be a great game. And all the crazy shit used to happen on Monday nights, you know, whether it was Peyton and the and the Colts coming back against uh you know against against the Bucks when they were down 35-14 with 4 minutes to go in Tampa yep. in 03 or Peyton and the Broncos when they were down 24 nothing to the Chargers or you know I don't know that you know some people still love that Rams Chiefs game where defense was completely optional and it was just guys hucking the ball all over the field or you know Packers Vikings when the ball you know bounced yeah, off yeah, uh, yeah. what's his name Robert uh fuck was his name god damn it Oh my god, this is gonna piss me off. Was it Brooks? Robert Brooks? When he launched it? No, and he launched it and it bounced and he and he got up and it like bounced off his ass and it landed in his arms. And he got up and ran in the end zone against the Vikes and like I think it was like ninety nine or two thousand. But uh nonetheless, it was you know, crazy shit used to happen on Monday night. Like crazy yeah. comebacks, you know, it was this fun. Go charges go, like all those games, you know, it was always a fun night. Now it's just like I feel like a formality. 
And I feel all that it does is like if, if it's a if it's even like a mildly entertaining game or, or like there's a, a storyline in it that I'm like, I feel obligated to watch because of the show. Right. I feel like all Monday Night Football is doing is just cutting into my video game time and my time doing other things that I would rather be doing. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I can think of a hundred other things to be fucking doing than watching that shit. You know what I mean? But, like, it used to be appointment television. Right. Now it's just something to... Subharsh. But you but you feel obligated to watch it because it's the NFL. It's Monday night. It's- yeah, I threw it on the other day, and I'm like, damn, I'm like, you know, Monique went to fucking bed early, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I don't even have to watch this game. I'm like, I could go downstairs right now and start, like, playing on shit, and, like, I don't even really need this, but... I stayed up for a little while just because knowing that I knew nobody else was going to be on at that time, and I was just kind of like it'd be like a waste of time by myself. So I, that that kind of sucks to like play like that. But well, yeah, I don't. I'm not. I'm not down with playing video games alone anymore. Yeah. Unless it's I mean, iRacing is one thing, but unless I'm like doing like a brand new game or like a campaign mode or something like it's like a game something I like you're into. Really, yeah, but other than that, I'm like, nah. I'm like, I'm gonna end up watching it, but I'm like, I really don't have to and i don't really fucking care to be honest with you like same. it's kind of crazy like, i'm the same way so I, it just gets down to it but like at least the manning cast i feel like when i'm watching it with the manning cast i feel like i'm learning something yeah, i feel like there's something there's before. something there it's it's football for football nerds like if you like football and you like x's and o's and dissecting coverages and and the you know kind of behind baseball you know inside baseball stuff if you will yeah yeah you know that's where the manning cast comes in and that's what i love about it so it's and that's it's great stuff but it 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 just kills me when it's like the two mondays off i've had i haven't they haven't had it but nonetheless it is what it is the game sucked last night uh the lions win they advance to six and two they're tied now for the best record in the nfl like raise your hand if you had the lions the dolphins and uh yeah i don't know name a team at six and two because i feel yeah. like there's a bunch uh as you know at the best record guarantee the nobody else fucking did now uh if you had the if you had the lions and the dolphins tied dead with the kansas city chiefs eight games into the season then um i'd like to know who you were talking to but uh where do you want to start paul what what, what do we want to start do we want to do we want to start with my broncos let's start with the broncos and the Chiefs. let's start with the broncos I was and the Chiefs, there's- because i'm sitting there going the other day i'm like motherfucker i bet on the broncos and the chiefs one time this year and it was the wrong time. Go fucking figure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they played them just two weeks ago on Thursday night. Yep, and, we, and, and I bet the wrong fucking, and they got beat, and I'm like, fuck. Like, yep, so the Broncos, are. It, it's kind of funny because obviously everybody was sitting there shitting on Russell Wilson two weeks ago. Russell Wilson sucks. He's the worst. And I'm like, again, uh, and this kind of applies to the Patriots fans too that sit there and they, they rail on Mac Jones or – the Jets fans that that want Zach right. Wilson out. It's like you know those are the fans that don't watch the games. They just yeah. they just they listen to what Stephen A. Smith tells them, and then they go and they parrot that to all their little friends at work, and then everybody thinks because they, they it's like okay cool like you watch Talking Head television. Um, I don't watch that because I'm above it. Not to sound like a snob, but yeah. I'm looking down my nose at you um, because I've forgotten more than you've probably learned. Therefore, that being said. I don't pay attention to what most of those people say because they give lazy takes. Right. They they're they're the uh, you know they're the they're the guy you get into with an argument about politics and they get put into a corner and they're just like, well, you're a racist. Right. 
And it's like, okay, you're you clearly got nothing. You're just yeah. you're you're just throwing that out yeah. there because you got nothing. You're yeah. that's all you got left. It's that's like, your Hail Mary, right? Yeah. There. Or or they're they're along the lines of the same people that are like, Listen, man, I'm a Red Sox fan and I'm telling you right now, Derek Jeter was a better shortstop than Noma, okay? And I'm a Red Sox fan. So that means for me as a Red Sox fan, to say that that carries more weight than anybody else because those are our arch nemesis. Right, and, are, I, and I'm just supposed to blindly hate them. Yes, and I'm. I, no matter what happens, I'm supposed to blindly hate them. But yeah. I was able this one time to see through my hatred and understand that Derek Jeter yeah. is the best shortstop in the game. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good for you. Golf claps. Golf claps. Good job. You were able to not be a complete fuck wagon for three seconds and understand how sports actually works. Good. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, and we'll get into a little bit more Red Sox stuff later on, too. There's more with that with Kobe, you know, with Kobe and the Lakers and the Celtics and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm telling you right now, bro, Kobe's better than Jordan. Like, you know, what, like, what do you do? No. They, first of all, don't qualify it like that. Just say, <laughs> I think Kobe's better than Jordan. Here's why. Yeah. No you know what I mean? Got a fan you or, or, or I think I, I think Magic is better than Larry, and I'm a Celtics fan saying that. Well, why are you qualifying it? Like, just cool. Give, you sound like a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> sound like you got no argument and nothing to back it up. You just sound like the only thing you got going for you is your fandom. So, um, yeah. Which, by the way, carries no weight. Uh, it's like your fantasy team. Nobody cares. Um, although my fantasy team did get its second win in a row this week, not because nice. it was good, but because my opponent had about, like, four guys on IR. Who I, were got out. One. I got one. I got a win this week. Yeah? Somehow I pulled out, like, I was I'm more. I'm more. I'm more, uh, I'm more excited about how I've been doing in my picks in the Pick'em League. I think, like, three out of the last four weeks I've hit 12 wins. So I'm pretty stoked on that. I was in the bottom of the barrel in the Pick'em League, and I've, I've gotten myself now to win a couple games of first place. Right. Uh, based on like three or four good weeks here out of the last four or five. But nonetheless, um, fuck, what were we saying? Oh, we were talking about the Broncos and the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we went off on a tangent about Red Sox fans and how they're idiots. But, um, Most Boston fans. <laughs> so Sorry. The Chiefs had, uh, the Chiefs had beat the Broncos 16 straight times. The last time the Broncos. That's a long, that's a long time. The last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs, uh, I was on my honeymoon. What's that, five years? I was in the Mediterranean. Uh, five, eight. Eight. Eight, eight years. Yeah. Uh, yep. Uh, I was in the Mediterranean. I was actually in Turkey. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it was like, it was like 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. local time over there. Actually, it might have even been later, later than that. It might have been like 5 a.m. local time. And I am watching the Broncos and the Chiefs in Arrowhead week two, Thursday night football, 2015, the year we won the Super Bowl. And the Chiefs were up 14 nothing. Then Alex Smith was the quarterback. And then there's the Jamal Charles fumble at the end. Bradley Roby scoops it up, runs it in the end zone. Game over. Broncos win. Uh, and I'm going fucking ape shit. I'm jumping up and down on the bed. My wife wakes up. She's like, what? What the fuck? And I'm like, they fucking won. And she's like, what? And I'm like, this fucking game was crazy. And like back then we expected to win games. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was Gary Kubiak's first year. The offense was looking sluggish the first couple weeks. You know, Peyton wasn't looking the same. Little did we know he was banged up as he was. Um, but nonetheless, that was the last time the Broncos beat the was beat the Chiefs. It was week two of 2015. Uh, this is the first time the Broncos have beat Patrick Mahomes, and I believe this is the first time Patrick <laughs> yeah. Mahomes has been held out of the end zone in the regular season in his career. I know he was held out of the end zone in the Super Bowl against the Bucks 
where they only scored nine points, but I believe this is the first time. I could be wrong on that. That might have been one of the time, but I'm pretty sure this is. No shit, that's crazy, yeah. Yep. So all of a sudden now, all oh, this is where we this is where we go back. Everybody was everybody was blaming Russ Wilson, and oh, he sucks. He's not the guy, you know. And I'm like, no, I'm like, Russ has not been the problem here. Russ has definitely not been the issue. Uh, Russ balled the fuck out on Sunday. You know, a couple drives that stalled. It would have been nice to finish in, you know, six instead of right. three, but That's whatever. The same people saying with our defense, you know, the Colts got defensive problems. I'm like, no. No, the Colts' defense is spectacular. It's Gus Bradley. That's what it is. It's our, it's our defensive coordinator. We have stellar players. They're just not being put in the right position. No, they got talent. They got talent. And that's and that was a to my to to that point, the Broncos issue this whole year had been yeah. defense. I mean, we went there. The, the Broncos defense was a top five unit all year last year. And there he is on the screen. Yep, and they bring day. in. He called a decent game. They bring in Vance Joseph, and all of a sudden the Broncos defense doesn't know which way is up. I mean, obviously we all remember the seventy point game a couple weeks ago. I'm still fucking pissed at Mike McDaniel for not putting that field goal up and getting the record because guess what, Mike? You'll never do it again unless you win multiple Super Bowls. Multiple. Mul- I mean, we're talking like at least eight. <laughs> All right, I wouldn't say at least eight, but I'm saying like. Well, you gotta go above. What I mean, like one Super Bowl would be like okay, but you know, to to really etch your he's name got, in the record he, yeah, books, you gotta, gotta win multiple. Yeah, he's got to be out Belichick. There's plenty of guys that won one. Right. You know that people can you know that you can forget about. You know, like yeah, that's true. And he's doing eight. Like nobody remembers Brian Billick. You know what I mean? Like right, well, I do. Well, we do, but we're diehards. But nobody remembers. Like if you ask the Jamal Lewis here, yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks, right? No, Giants. Who was the Sean Alexander? Yeah. Oh, oh, that was, was the 05. Steelers. That, that was, was a Steelers yeah. first. Oh my god. That was yeah, the chin. Way. Holy fuck, I'm five years too fucking late. My bad. Why did I get those two confused? I have no idea. Sorry. Same division. Sorry. Yep. Same division, right. similar styles, yeah. but I just forget. So yeah. you know, you win one. There's plenty of guys that have won one. And right. you know, like somebody's gonna go back. Somebody will ask you. I mean, you could ask probably we could pull our audience right now and ask them like, hey, who's the uh who was the head coach of the twenty fifteen Denver Broncos? And they're gonna go, Ugh. Cubes, now bro. they don't know it was Gary Kubiak, and Gary Kubiak did probably had probably one of the greatest coaching performances of any head coach in modern history that year, given that the the cards he was dealt uh, and doing what he did. But that's neither here nor there. You got to win multiple Super Bowls for people to really remember your name. Everybody remembers Bill Walsh. Everybody remembers right. you know Jimmy Johnson. Everybody remembers Bill Belichick. Everybody knows you know who Mike Holmgren is. Everybody knows who you know Andy Reid is. Like whatever. Like we're we're. We're to that level. You know what I mean? And I know Mike Holmgren only won one, but fuck off. All right, bear with me. Yeah, um, so did Bruce Arians. People got, you know. Bruce Arians didn't win one, though. Well, he won one as an offensive coordinator with the Steelers. He didn't win one as a head coach, though. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was he was the head coach of the Bucs. That's right. the Bucs, right? That's right. I forgot it was with the Bucs. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. Exactly. See what I'm saying? Nobody right, cares. Right, Nobody right. cares. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So even I forgot that for a half a second. Yeah, you know I was mean? like, wait a minute. I'm so, like, am I fucking out of my mind? <laughs> back to my original point. The Broncos defense had given up. They were historically bad. I mean, bad to the point where, like, this was – we're talking, like, once in 100 years bad. Like, that – there was people out there tweeting, like, I can't believe there are grown men playing football <laughs> on this defense and another team is putting up 70 points on them. Like, this is crazy. Like, this is embarrassing. It's crazy. It was all those things. That was some nice Now, shit. fast forward, we've played now the Chiefs twice in the last three weeks, 
And we've held them to 28 points in two games. That's pretty good. 19 and 9. I mean, once in, and you know, held on to 19 in their house, 9 in ours. Uh, you know, picked off Mahomes a couple of times. I know he's been, you know, he's he's morphing into the mulatto Jay Cutler that I always thought he was more so this year <laughs> uh, than ever. But Travis, Travis Kelsey Cutler. did absolutely nothing. But did you notice on the broadcast they had to throw it in there? They had to throw in oh, what, Travis Kelsey when Taylor Swift is here. Oh, yeah. And, on the, and when yeah, she's yeah, not after here. After the game, he, they, they, and, they busted out his stats. I, yeah. Of course I don't And I'm that. like, who fucking cares he's gonna dude. be like yo if you don't show up to my fucking game and i think at this <laughs> and it feels like at this point right now like the chiefs are kind of the, the chiefs are the are, are the uh the laughing stock of the nfl he sucks without it there but that are you getting that vibe like you're talking to people like, like they're like everybody's just everybody nobody ever liked the chiefs unless they were a chiefs fan but i've always hated the chiefs though i have too but are you talking to other people you're hearing it from other people like where they're like yeah, I'm sick and tired of the fucking Chiefs. Like, I'm sick and tired of this Taylor Swift thing. No, you're not talking about. Okay, never mind. I'll just do the show. Um, no, I'm <laughs> feel just, free to chime in whenever you're ready. I'm I mean, sitting there like, no, like I'm like, no. I, I mean, I I've heard everybody and their mother say that they're fucking absolute dead ass tired of the whole comparison thing with fucking Taylor Swift and this and that. But like, what else do you expect when you get that kind of like, like publicity with like people who are dating like the fucking media loves to sensationalize shit like that you know what i mean like i'm just sitting there like i don't know like yeah of course like i I hear everybody fucking talking about it it's just like i try and tune the fuck out because it's just so stupid it is it is dumb but it's unfortunately it's the world we're living in right now and that's what you get so i like the two-sided the guys who are like oh man you know Taylor Swift's dating Travis Kelsey. That's going to make her way more popular. And all the girls are like, what are you talking about? Who's this Travis Kelsey guy? She's going to put him on the map. And all the guys are like, what are you fucking talking about? Well, his <laughs> his social media did. I mean, we we talked about it. His social media accounts exploded when he started dating her. This, yeah, his because, jersey Paul, sales went you through gotta, the you, roof. you got to remember, dude. Like, <laughs> And I'm sure that we have friends, okay, yeah. that are our age. That refer to themselves as Swifties. Now, they might not do it in public, but in private. Oh, I'm a Swiftie. Oh, I'm a Swiftie. <laughs> I love Taylor. I just love her. Like, I saw, First of all, I don't know what there is to love about her. She's mid as fuck to look at. Like, I mean, there's like, I, I, like, I, I, could, I could literally go walk through the mall right now and find about 10 girls better looking than Taylor Swift. But nonetheless, neither here nor there. That's not, I'm not here to judge based on looks, but she's mid as fuck. Like, remember a couple of weeks ago or months ago when the Barbie movie thing came out and everybody was trying to, like, was trying to say, like, oh, uh, 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 Margot Robbie's mid? Who said that? There was this whole movement on, the, on, on, uh, on social media about how Margot Robbie was mid. Who, who created that? It was a big thing on Twitter, and it just became a big deal. Like, people were chiming in, like, yeah, she's mid. She's not even that hot. What do they expect women to look like if Margot Robbie is mid? Then, like, what is your definition of like what what's uh what's Gen Whack for fucking like above mid? Like, I don't know. I didn't nobody, but they were like, oh, she's not even that hot. I'm sure they're they're, they're like pulling random Instagram models off of things, like being like, oh, this girl's hotter, even though at 99, like when Livy Dune gets caught. 
and busted for editing her photos. To they the, all are. Like I've man. lost all hope. I've lost all hope. If if Livy Dune's Kim doing Kardashian's it, Kim Kardashian's new bra has fake nipples in it. That's kind of hot, though. I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of hot. I mean, but I'm like, what? Like, like why? But, why? But why? think about it. Like, if you're, I'm ready to cut some glass, man. You know, you're like, whoa. Because as dudes, how many times do we sit there and look at each other when a chick's beaming through her shirt, and we're like, nice, nice. We're we're men, dude. We're so think think about but it. That's not natural, so it doesn't matter anymore. But, now it's but like we don't know what's ah, not cool, but, sweet, fucking stupid ass bra. You know she's gonna flex it at one. But point. do we do we know it's natural or not? No, because she spent six hundred dollars on a fucking bra or whatever. The fuck, but we don't. But we don't. We don't know it's not natural. We just see nips go walking by us, and we're like, nice. And then we see. I mean, think about it, dude. Kim Kardashian's kind of fucking brilliant she created underwear that makes your ass look bigger shirts that make your like stomach and waist tighter well, and now she's created she's, a bra that gives you beaming ass she's nips. had crazy surgery and stuff but which is fine like whatever that's right that's fine but, do, like, but the whole but, but the whole anybody but like but the whole yeah, bla- man, like, the whole the whole nip bra thing ah it's kind of hot not gonna lie i like it i like it but i like boobs you know what i mean <laughs> what can i say i'm like it's one of those things i like, like boobs drunk. Catch balls and lady boobs. Yeah. 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 I don't We like don't. red meat, beer, lady boobs. Yeah. <laughs> um where what were we talking about? Oh, the Broncos defense. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Before we got to Travis Kelsey yeah, yeah, and Taylor Swift. But anyway, Travis Travis but, but Taylor Swift mid as fuck. Her music is I mean, trash. I mean, I couldn't tell you like she's probably got three hundred people fucking producing every song. Like you know, she's gonna make like I respect four, her as a performer. Four billion dollars off this tour. Yeah, of course she is. Tours are where it's Something at. Like that. I think it's four. Chime me. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's like she's gonna. She stands to make four billion dollars. I don't doubt it. Have well, you, the tour have, is gonna make, have you seen, gen, generate or something? Like have you that. seen how idiotically rabid her fans are? Yes. Like, remember when her the first game that they did? She went to. She showed up to at Arrowhead, and like people swarmed. Like this rolling, like proofing oven that like kept pretzels warm, and they're like, "She's in there! She's in there! We want to see her! She, we know she's in there!" And they're like, "Nope, it's just like empty bags and some popcorn." They're like, "Bullshit! We know she's in there!" It's like, "Ma'am, this is Arrowhead Stadium, okay?" We so what? There's about seventy. There's about 750 exits to this place that you don't even know exist. Right. The fact that you think we would stuff her inside of a cooler and trot her out here, right. like, but that's how idiot fan. That's how idiot these fans are. So it's crazy. It is crazy. It's 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 bananas. It's fucking and it's loathsome, really. I mean, it's. Yeah, yeah. It's like, God, how far we've fallen as a society. It's like, you know, I almost hope the bombs fall. Did you see that thing where point. it's like those who idolize celebrities have been known to show a, 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 a lesser IQ? Like, uh, or yeah, they're simpletons. Or like dumber. I mean, here's, here, here's the thing. Like, you know, one rule in life that you always get kind of told is like never meet your heroes. You know, like your sports heroes, whatever, your celebrity heroes, like never meet your heroes because they always disappoint you. Right. You know what I mean? Because they're not who you think they are. Right. They don't care about you. They just look at you as a wallet that they can extract money from, and that's all they fucking want. And that's it. You know what I mean? Rest assured, Terrell Davis is a really nice guy. Oh, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of guys out there that are that are super cool. I mean, just, I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, look at 
look at like John Cena or like you know I don't even hate to say it, but go look at half of the WWE guys. Every John Cena every wrestler, likes China, though. John Cena's in right? China but I'm saying like look at WWE guys. Most of those guys are super nice. You run into them on the street, you recognize them, you talk to them, whatever they'll talk to you, you know, shake your hand, be really cool. You take pictures, sign autographs, whatever. They're super cool. You know, race car drivers, same thing. NASCAR guys, super cool. Right, right. Um, you know, race car drivers in general, I feel like, are that way. But, like, you know, baseball players, football players, like, you don't really get a lot of access to them. Football players, you don't really know who they are because they're wearing helmets half the time True. and you might not recognize True. them. True. Baseball players, most people don't recognize any, you know, outside of three or four guys. You know what I mean? Like, if you put 10 guys in a lineup and, na- and said, name these players ba- with no uniforms on. on Deadass, honest with you, with no uniforms on. If you put 10 guys and two of them were like Bryce Hopper and Mike Trout, I might not be able to pick them out. I think those would probably be the I only am, two I could pick out. I'm like, dead ass. I might be. Uh, able and Altuve to, because he's a midget. I'd be like, you look. Familiar, but like that's how bad it is. Like, well, remember we played. Remember we played golf at the Trump course, yeah. and we walked by, and I can't remember who it was, but there was somebody sitting there, and I couldn't put my oh, finger on it. It was a fucking movie director. And he was a, it was an actor. He was an actor or, or a director or some shit like yeah, that. Somebody yeah. Hollywood. And we looked at him, and he looked at us, and we looked at him, <laughs> and I was like, and we looked at him, and he was just like, and just went back to reading his newspaper, and we were like, I don't know who that is, but I know I know you. And it wasn't William Defoe, but it was like somebody like that, like somebody who kind of looked along those lines, like of that generation. Yeah, kinda, that age, like, kind of. Yeah, he was downstairs, right uh, outside right. I, the I, tables of the bar. And yeah. shit. When we were going back out after the downpour. Right. Yeah. Damn, who was that guy? I don't know. We don't know. We never figured it out. Yeah, I think we did. No, we didn't. We did. No, we didn't. We did. Hundred percent, we didn't. We did. All right, you maybe you did in your head. We did, but yeah, it didn't. Him, we did. Okay, but my point is, is you can't recognize half of these guys out on the street. You know what I mean? Like you don't recognize them outside of their comfort zone. I mean, shit. I I've got people. Was, I got people uh, that we've worked that we work with that I've walked right by in public, and they're like, "Yo," and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And they're like, "I'm like, oh shit, it's you." Like didn't recognize yeah, you without your uniform. I think we narrowed it down. This guy was in like either like what was that movie with the aliens in um, Mars in that- Attacks. No, no, aliens. Um, and that blonde chick, Sigourney Weaver. No, not that one. But like, like when they contact, it's not like a scary movie like Alien. Contact. Maybe it is Contact. He was either in Contact, or like there was one other, like like X Files or something, dude. We narrowed it down and we fucking found the dude out. Who, who, we we narrowed it down to like two people. I know that anyway. I can't, couldn't tell you if I guessed. We it, were but- like. He was like an extra in like Saving Private Ryan or something. I forget, dude. We narrowed it down. I remember who it was. Yeah, we knew who he was. We, we knew we knew his him. His fucking name is pissing me off now. We he knew was we knew him. Sitting there at that table with his fucking tea and his newspaper. Yeah, just hanging out at Durrell, like just waiting for the rain yeah, to go by. Yeah, dude, at the lower level. Next, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and we were like, and there was a couple people that we saw in there that we were like, I mean, that's a sick place to go. That is, it is pretty dope. We got to go back. I want to go back before it gets before it goes on the water. I got one of uh the one of the, the people we met on before the cruise. Before the Republicans sink this planet. Yeah. <laughs> before <laughs> before <laughs> before climate change gets us all. Um, one thing we were we were I was talking to one of my friends I made on the cruise. Uh, yeah. I talked to on a, on a daily basis. We were talking about golf, and he's a pretty good golfer too. He's 
much better than I am. But how do you, um, know? Did you play with him? Well, he just told me what his handicap was, and I was like, "Well, if that's accurate, I bet then it was. if that's accurate, he's bullshitting you. Probably not. His handicap was probably plus ten of whatever he told you. I mean, the cynic in me would love what, to believe that, you but what his handicap was? So it was like a seven or eight. Yeah, so he's a seventeen. No, nah, I believe. I, I I believe. I believe him. He shoots nineties. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just on the guy Paul just can't accept the fact that anybody's better than golf than he is. People are not good at golf. It is a myth. No, it is true. There is a lot of people out there that Except you go and play. Drew. Drew's actually really good. Well, we know, we know good golfers. We have friends that are really good golfers, and we know what good golf looks like. And then when you see people, and that, my favorite one is like when somebody's like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking, I shot this the other day. And then they go out and play with you, and they're like spraying it all over the yeah, fucking, well, into the woods on every side. And they're like, oh, I don't know what's going on today. Here's my fucking beef. It's like when you play with somebody, and they shoot like a, say they shoot like an 87. And and you look at him, and you're like, how did you get an 87? I was like pretty much like right beside you the whole time. And then you're like, oh, yeah, you chipped it on. And I fucked that one shot up and had to, like, get it back on and then two-putt. And then that was a different... And then I fucked that. And then you look it back and you nitpick and you're like, damn. Yeah, there's nine the strokes. Di- that's the difference between fucking yeah. an 87 and a 96. And you're like, fuck, man. Like, but fuck. It's we were, like you weren't even that good, really. Like, y- you, you just, were all right. You just but, sucked less than I did. Right. You just sucked less than I did. It's crazy. So... We were talking about cool places to play golf, and Doral came up, and yeah, and the Trump. Sick, it's sick. If you ever get the chance to go, and uh, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I was like, I shot a hundred even that day, and I was like, and I and the, I was like, and I was so proud of myself because I only lost two balls. Yeah, and, and that I remember was being on the uh, that was on the blue dragon. Wait, no, the red dragon, the main course, the blue monster, blue monster. It was the blue monster. And there's like the red dragon, the and silver, the white no, 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 tiger. white tiger, yeah, red tiger or something. So, yeah, I forget, there's, there's I forget like what four courses. Three, I think. Three. Red, blue, and white. It's silver fox. Or silver fox, red dragon, blue monster. Yeah, we played. We didn't play the monster. We played the red one, which yeah, the guy, was, the pro, told me was was harder. He said the monster's tough because it's a lot of traps. When but Squeef and I was the first time we played. The yes, monster. we didn't play that one this time. That was nice. But when he was, we were talking. I was like, "Yeah, I was all proud." I was like, "Yeah, I was like, I shot a hundred even. I only lost." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, I was crazy. I only lost two balls the whole right, day." Right. And then I realized, "Fuck, I only lost two balls, and I still shot a fucking hundred. <laughs> I'm like, "That sucks." I'm like, "Damn it!" I was the like, "Guys, like, hey, don't tell anybody that." Yeah. Have a good day. Uh, by the way, like, you might want to keep that one to yourself. You fucking blow. I hit the <laughs> rain. Uh, but anyway, let's bring this full circle back to the Broncos' improvement on defense over the last four Facts. weeks. Because uh, the Broncos now won three out of their last five. Yeah. They, were pro- they were poised to be sellers at the deadline, Yeah, uh, which was today at 4 o'clock, the yeah, trade deadline. Judy's not moving. Nobody's moving. Jerry Judy balled out on Sunday. Uh, Cortland Sutton came out to play yep. on Sunday. Yep. Pookie looks like he's back. The offensive line all of a sudden looks like they're back, like they're playing the way that everybody expected him to play. Russ, Russ was some, cooking. Uh, yeah, he had some nice you know, fucking throws, it, offhanded bullshit. It wasn't clean, but it was a gutty win, and I feel like it's the kind of win that's going to change the trajectory of a season. Now, I'm not saying the Broncos are going to the AFC Championship game, um, but I wouldn't mind it if they made it as a wild card and then had to uh, – no, I'm good – and then had to uh, 
had to had to have maybe a, a a rematch against those Miami Dolphins. Yeah. In South Florida again. Which would be good. That'd be a good rematch. I would be licking my chops for that if this defense stays on pace. Yeah. Uh, to be as good as they are because they jettison the old bodies. You know, they get rid of Randy Gregory. They get rid of Frank Clark. They play the guys like Barrett Browning and Nick Benito, who are younger, yeah, more able-bodied guys yeah, becoming hungry and they just and they stand pat with the re- they stood pat with the roster which i was surprised i actually expected them to be buyers after this win uh and this will segue this into the trade deadline talk because i expected them to go after either a montez sweat or a chase young from washington yeah and obviously the big move of the day chase young to the 49ers for a third round pick chase young's going to be reunited with nick boza in san francisco can that defense get any more talented? I mean, honestly, I don't know. The, like, I mean, you 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 already talked about the best linebacking core in the league. Yeah. The front seven is absolutely ridiculous. You've got they're a nasty, nasty squad. You've got Nick Bosa rushing the passer on one side. Now you add Chase, Chase Young, Young as yeah. kind of like, and not to say that Chase Young has lit the world on fire in his NFL career. But we, he did have that good, I think, rookie campaign uh, right, back but in 2020. Right, you have a very, very, like, like uh, capable, high-ceiling type guy reuniting with a homeboy from college. That whole chemistry thing, that whole chemistry thing kind of throws, like, a whole other aspect. And how it. many times do we see, like, a guy with a ceiling, like Chase right. Young, and get put on a defense that's already mega-talented and, go and just uncork? You know, and, you can just, and, and now, now you can just fly. something to play for. Yeah. Playoffs. He knows he's going. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That adds a whole new. I was actually like, holy shit! When I saw that trade, I was like, no fucking way, dude! Like, and then they Ma- got their default back, kind of. A little bit, yeah. I mean, you know, listen. Like I said, Chase Young hasn't exactly lit the world on fire the last no, two years. He's got, potential. and he's been hurt. But man, I'll tell you right now, you add a kid with that much talent, yeah, he's got to potential. that defense. I'm gonna go down and just get beers. You want? You, you need another I'm good. Right, I'm good. Okay, I, still, right back. I still got a fully, bro. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm just gonna okay, you go get beers. Paul's going to get beers. Leaving high and dry. Um, by myself here. But uh, anyway, yeah, if you want to talk about a little bit of this trade deadline stuff, 774-992-8702 is the phone number. Um, we're at the Broncos defense, obviously, I expected them. I expected the Broncos to be buyers after beating Kansas City. Had they lost to Kansas City, 100% fire sale. Everybody's everybody's on the block except Patrick Sertan, which I saw a couple of people, you know, I feel like every fan base who needed a, a – a corner was like, oh, we should go get Patrick Sertan from Denver. Um, again, those are the people that don't pay attention because if they did, they would know that Patrick Sertan was the one guy on Denver's roster that was basically untouchable um, coming into this deadline. That being said, everybody can be had for a price. And like Adam Schefter says, never rule out anything as 100% uh, at the trade deadline because teams will make you offers. Teams will blow you away. Crazy shit will happen. Uh, you can get you know, you can go out and get a, a guy that you didn't think was available because all of a sudden, you know, they the team offers up a first and a third, and you're like, well, we didn't expect a first and a third. Holy shit. Um, you know, for Chase Young to get moved for a third-round pick to the Niners, I mean, that just feels like highway robbery um, for, the, for the Redskins. I mean, that's just nuts. I couldn't believe they moved him. I thought he was like gonna. I thought he was like one I of their believe, like franchise guys. I can I definitely, thought, I can definitely believe they moved him. Really? But I thought it was gonna take more than a third. But then again, you have to realize that the trade deadline, 
came the, up fast, bro. Picks, but picks are more valuable than players for a lot fuck of teams. Them picks. I'm on team. Fuck them fuck picks. Fuck them picks. Fuck them picks. Get the proven dudes, which I think the Niners are right. Shanahan, that whole squad, that is huge for him to come up. And like I said, I'm I'm all about the intangibles. I mm-hmm. believe that a that a person who gets to the to the NFL level and their ability. Anyone, anybody can be fucking nasty as long as they're put in the right spot, right time. You have no idea who's going to show up, come out, play the ass off, be the next household name, fall off quick. It, it just doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? The, it's crazy when you put somebody mm-hmm. in a position that they can really thrive in. And for Young to go out of fucking Washington and go to a team like, like the Niners, dude, that is like... He that kid is probably fucking singing his praises right now, dude. I know he's leaving probably a lot of his homeboys, and he and, he, and you know he has a good home there in Washington. He loves everybody there, and I'm sure they were a good organization to him. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's thankful, and you'll hear the whole speech and all that shit. But secretly in the back of his mind, you know, fuck yeah, baby, like it's time to go compete for a fucking championship. And it's not like he's going to it's, like a team that's like ah, we're. We're kind of middle of the road right now, but if we add no, the right no, pieces. No, no, they're Super Bowl contenders. No, this is, I mean, I know, and listen, I know the Niners have lost three straight. I know Brock Purdy looks all of a sudden human. I, gotta, I know yeah. I, I know all these things don't look good right now. Do you believe in Purdy? Russ, yeah, absolutely I do. Do you wholeheartedly believe in Brock Purdy? Because, listen, it's bad. I got a couple guys that say that look good, a couple good friends of mine. I won't say any names or anything like that, but they say that Purdy is nothing special. He's a fucking jamoke, basically. They got no trust in him whatsoever and that he's not as elite or he can't lead them to at least, you know, the next level. I mean, if he doesn't get his arm ripped off in the NFC Championship last year, the 49ers are hoisting the Lombardi. All right, so I don't know what they're talking about there. The kids only lost three games as an NFL starter. These last three. And that's these last three. And listen, this happens to every team on its way to a Super Bowl, right? Like, everybody's like, oh, the Ni-, and the Niners still are the most complete team. They still are. I mean, people forget like, they're Right, they're, you got to take that into consideration. They're missing, they're, they're missing Debo. They're missing their left tackle. They're missing, you know, a lot of players right now. And when they get those guys back and then you add Chase Young, yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't Greenlaw was hurt was the, or, or was it um, was it the other linebacker. I don't, it doesn't matter, whatever. They've got a lot of injuries right now. Yeah. They're banged up. Listen, did Brock have his best game on Sunday? No. Did the Bengals come in and just kind of assert themselves and do what they and wanted to do? You're talking about the Bengals yes. too, who was right. nasty. You're talking about potential Super Bowl matchup. Who do who do we always talk about as you know winning the AFC the AFC North? We're like, well, it's Joey Burrow's division. We're all just living in it, so right, it goes right. as Joey Burrow goes. Right. If Joe Burrow's healthy, and the he Bengals looked, win that he division. Fantastic. He did. He was out there. I mean, him and Jamar Chase are the best one-two combo in the league. I know Tua. I know. And then you had Tua and Tyreek. Yeah, but you had T. Higgins to the mix, and T. Higgins is definitely the best number two probably in the league out of any number two. Let's say between him and Waddle. I mean, you've got Tyreek and Waddle, Higgins and and Chase. His reach. His reach. I like like Higgins' game, too. I like Waddle. He's a beast. He's, like, sneaky. I feel like he can, like, get underneath guys to make catches and do things, and his speed's crazy. But I'm taking a Randy – I'm taking, like, a Randy Moss-esque type, like, big – Big, tall, length, like AJ Green type guy, like all day. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking. T Higgins is my favorite number two out of any any receiver. In the league. You've yeah, you've been on the you've been a big T Higgins fan. 
I wish a long the Colts time. would get him, honestly. I wish they would, but I know they won't. Well, I don't think Cincinnati's moving on from him anytime soon no, because they like what not. they got there. Right. And as they should. I mean, to go into San Francisco. If they can keep that, that trio for a while. As banged up as they are. Yeah. As banged up as San Francisco was to go in there and do what they did to him. Right. The Bengals, that is. If they can is, keep that trio together for as long impressive. as they can, I think Cincinnati's going to have something special. But you watch. The Niners will rebound. They'll bounce back. We'll remember. We'll look back at this three-game winning streak. What and everybody, they got this week? Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm like, are they gonna win, or is this another? Is this another toss-up? I think I don't know who they got this week. No, they're on a bye this week. But all right, yeah, they're on all a right. bye this week. Okay, so they'll so, come. They should come out of the bye relatively healthy too. From everything, yeah, I'm they reading. get another week to rest up and shit. What's Debo's timeline looking like? You, they, everybody should be back after the bye is what it seems like. Okay. So that's, or, or, or so pretty fair close enough. thereafter. Yeah, hopefully to hit the last, you know, to hit the hit the last stretch of the season here. And for the Niners, anyway, if you're a Niners fan, I mean, I mean I'm, I'm not, not a fan, but I'm not a fan. I just, I like Brock Purdy. I like his story and everything like that. And plus, I like Shanahan. He's the fucking man. I wish we had half the talent on our squad that we did. And then the, San the Fran travels. <laughs> and then their first game back off the bye is at Jacksonville. So that's a whale of a game right there. Ooh. That all of a sudden because huh. that's a fun one in a lot more ways than you can imagine. Because in November, week Jacksonville. 10 in Jacksonville, Duval. I think they can come out of there with a win, obviously. I would, I would imagine San Francisco is yeah. probably the better team. But that, help, that segues me kind of into, uh, into my, next, my next topic. We'll shift Brings gears here a little bit. Point. Are the Jacksonville Jaguars the best team in the AFC right now? No. They've won five, five straight. Five straight, I know. They're 6-2. and two. They're tied with the Chiefs, the Dolphins, uh, and who else is 6-2? and two? Chiefs, Dolphins, oh, Baltimore. Baltimore. Yep. I think Baltimore would mop them. And then, I mean, maybe... I think Baltimore. Maybe, but. I think the Jags are probably like the worst 6 and 2 team. But I'm, they, not a, I'm not a firm believer in how solid the Dolphins are. See, I like the Dolphins. I do too. I think, like I said, I like they're the Dolphins. fun right now. I think they're awesome, but I don't know how solid they are. Like, put them in a playoff scenario. You know what I mean? Put mm. these put these six and two teams right now in a playoff scenario. Who do you see going the furthest out of the Dolphins, the Chiefs? Um, who else did you say? The Jags. Uh, what is it? Two others. Kansas City, Kansas City, Baltimore, Baltimore, Miami, and yeah, Jacksonville. Those are your four six Those and two teams. Four. Those are your okay. four division leaders right now in the AFC. Yeah. So. To me, right now, and this is how this is. I mean, Trevor Lawrence has looked. Chiefs is still the best team out of the out of those. I see. I disagree. I I think the Chiefs out of those four, I would put the Chiefs at four. See, I go Chiefs, Baltimore, Miami. I'm putting the Ravens, the Dolphins, and the and the Jags above the Jags. Chiefs right now. I put the Jags at the last. I wouldn't because I like what the Jags are doing. Yeah. Defensively, I liked what they did in the off season. I liked I liked the moves that they made. They were very low key moves. If you didn't know, they got the kid from Philly. Uh, the tackling machine. They they grabbed a defensive tackle from um, fuck. Where did they grab him from? Was it San Francisco or Ball? I can't remember exactly. I have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they grabbed a couple of guys, a couple of nice players, and I'm like, you know, those are the kind of moves that you don't like. You know, you're not sitting there go like thumping your chest on Facebook that you just made if you're a fan of the team. 
but they're moves that when you get down the line, when you get down to week ten, you know, weeks ten through. 16, 17, right, right. that's when those signings start to show up, and you're like, oh, okay. And then you realize you have depth, you have character, you have moxie, you got guys that will just keep going. And if they all stay healthy, all the better. But Trevor Lawrence has looked good. Travis Etienne has gone off. Christian Kirk is looking like a true Kirk's number one. Nice, yeah. Doug Pettis is a fucking nice coach, Doug bro. Peterson knows what he's doing, Peterson, bro. Peterson, he knows what he's doing, and that's why I think the Jacksonville Jaguars right now, if I'm going to overreact to it right now after week number eight, which, you know, we'll call it the midway. You're coming out, you're coming out saying they're the hottest team. I'm going to say the Jacksonville Jaguars right now are the best team in the AFC. So they're the hottest team right now. Hottest. Now they're not the they'll call them the hottest team because I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a change that could change in two weeks. Of course it could. That's a fly-by night. That's what I'm like saying. Thing. I'm saying like, right now. Right now. So they're the hottest team in the AFC. Right now, today, that's the hottest team in the AFC. Kansas City would be the coldest of those six and two, because I'm sorry, but you can't go into you can't go into Denver I can't against a team that was. I with you because of the five-game stretch. That's the only reason why. If they were like two one. Two, one, and one, or something like okay, like maybe not, but because they just ripped off like five straight, like well, that's the thing. They were, they were. I, I can't disagree that they're the hottest team. They're not the best. They're just on a hot streak. But I think they've got the best, one of the best rosters. They've got one of the best collections of talent. They got a solid, yeah. They've got good skill position players. They've got the quarterback. They've got the coach. The, we would have beat them. The nobody is going to be want. Nobody is going to want to walk into Jacksonville on you know. Wild card weekend, or, or or should it be divisional weekend? Should they end up being the one seed, and be like, oh yeah, we got this. Yeah, same old Jags, bro. Why Don't worry about it. Have the Jags like sneaky been like kind of there? That like remember when like was it Blaine Gabbert or Bortles? Bortles, big Bortles. Bortles was in like twenty eighteen or seventeen when they were yeah. when they when they when they had the Patriots beat, but the rest blew the whistle to bail them out. Yeah, it's fucking nuts when you think about the Jags have like sneaky been there a couple times in the last like five ten years. You're like, oh yeah, they, yeah. They, I mean, Shad Khan is, noise, is like, he's slowly building yeah. a quality franchise. Yeah. I mean, who's he got for a GM? Ah, uh, who is the I know it, but I can't remember off the top. Because he's got money, money, right? He, oh, yeah. what does he have? What is his occupation as far as the other than like the owner? Like, where does he get his owner money from? Trent Balky is the GM. Trent Balky. He was. Let's see. He's been. He's been around. He was in. Uh, he was. A, he was San Fran's. Uh, he was San Fran's GM before. Uh, I believe before uh, John Lynch took over. Oh, okay. So he was. Oh, so he's probably been. So he's been there for yeah, a while. Yeah, he was. He was San Fran's GM during the Kaepernick years, and that was before. So he's been. He's been here for a while now. He's been the Jags uh, GM since 2021. 21. Also, yeah. oh, not that long. So it was a, his first year. They were terrible. They were three and fourteen. They draft Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence obviously, yeah. they go nine and eight last year. Now they're six and two. Um, but they did lose in the divisional round last year, but they made the playoffs, which a lot of people did not have. I have expected them to do. Uh, but yeah, Trent Balky, he's been around. Yeah. He's, he's been around for a little bit. Whoops. Okay. Okay. Didn't need that. Let's get a little familiar with the front office because I yeah. don't know. Uh, but he's he's a he's a tremendous guy. I mean, he's 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 very good at what he's doing. But I like what he's doing in Jacksonville. That being said, the number two team, I would probably put Miami above Baltimore because. I just, you think so? You think head to head? You think Miami would beat Baltimore right now? Who's? I don't think so. Who's Lamar throwing to? He doesn't need to throw to anybody, motherfucker. Wow, I almost said something else. He doesn't need to throw to anybody, motherfucker. 
uh, yeah, he he. Whoa! He doesn't need to throw to anybody until he does. He's got what that uh, Mark Andrews? No, is it Mark Andrews? The tight end. Yeah, he's got him. Who else does he have? I mean, he's got Odell. That's cute. Yeah, but Odell's a shell of himself. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't have, they don't have much. He's he's banged up anyway. They don't have much on the outside. I feel so bad for Odell because the last time Odell showed out was in the Super Bowl and he blew himself up going so hard. And I will say that his efforts don't go unnoticed in the Super Bowl. Of course not. Because what he did catch and the and the the plays he did make, if you look back at it, were like those small. Kind of like know, he was making huge big plays. chip aways. Like, like he was beating the well, brakes off Eli Apple. They weren't like fifty yard bomb touch. They no, were but like they were seventeen yard crossers. They, exactly, and they were like big time, what like small have? plays. He played pretty well until he blew himself up. I'm glad because OBJ always talked a lot of shit. And I'll tell you what, when the when the light was on him and he had the spotlight and it was time to shine. Other than getting hurt, which is something that nobody can control, that motherfucker showed out. Like, he showed up and showed out. Like, he, he put his money where his mouth was. I give mad respect to Odell for that. It kind of sucks to see him now kind of be like, uh, eh, maybe we had, can get him he going. Had, he had two grabs, 52 yards, and a touchdown. At the Super Bowl? Yeah. Just and, two? Yeah, he only had three targets, but he only played. I don't think he played that many snaps, though. I have to go back and look at how many snaps he played. Right, but there you go. Two receptions for 52 yards. So they were two huge plays. <laughs> two huge plays, regardless. I thought it was – I knew it was a small amount, but I thought it was more than two. I thought it was, like, maybe at least, like, five. Like, I thought it was, like, five uh, receptions. Here we go. Snap maybe. count. Uh, let's see. Ram snap count. Odell Beckham Jr. Where are you? I thought it was more. Uh, yeah, he only played 24 snaps. In 24 game. snaps total. Yeah. And he was only got... targeted three, two times? And they targeted him three times. Three times? That's it? Damn. And he had one drop, uh, two grabs, and a touchdown. For 52 yards, though. Yeah. Two grabs well, his long, his long, His long catch of that game was 35. So That's pretty good, though, I'm going to say. No, no, it was good. I mean, if you remember going back and watching that game, Odell when he was, got it, he was he making made his, it count. He was making his presence felt. And he it, made it count, and he made his presence felt even more than what the stat sheet will tell you. Like everybody looks at two grass, fifty-two yards. Okay, what well, the fuck? It was nothing. No, it was everything else he was doing, helping Cooper Cup and everybody that's still else get over twenty-six yards a catch. That's twenty-six yards yak, bro. Average, yeah. like okay, <laughs> twenty-six <laughs> yards per catch. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I would put I would put Miami above Baltimore. I'd put Baltimore at three, and then I'd put Kansas City four as my in the AFC. Yeah, because I don't trust Baltimore to be able to. Because look, you bottle up Lamar in the playoffs. We've seen it every single year. You bottle them up, they don't win. Right. The Bengals did it last year. You know, we saw the Chargers do it to him a couple of years ago. I mean, to the point where we were like, we're sitting there screaming, like, going, put in Joe Flacco. Like, you have a chance to win this game if you put Joe Flacco in the game. Like, that's how bad Lamar Jackson's been in the postseason. Right. So, I think Lamar – I mean, I had high hopes for Lamar coming into this year. Right. You know, based on the guys that he, he was supposed to have around him and everything else. But it just hasn't quite gotten to that point yet. Uh, I think they will be – they'll definitely be there in the end. They're definitely going to be one of those wild card or division winners. Because I still think the Bengals, you know, they're sitting there just kind of biding their time. Gonna put they're gonna put a they're gonna put a string of wins together, and all of a sudden I think by the time we get to Christmas we're gonna be going, shit, 
Bengals are on top in this division. Fuck happened. Yeah, yep. Um, so gotta come up quick. You know, uh, but that 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 to me right there. But yeah, I think as of right now, you you have to look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Miami Dolphins as the two best teams in the AFC, and we are unfortunately unfortunately going to be treated to I believe a nine thirty start time game on Sunday. Um. Yeah. In nine, Germany. Nine right? thirty a.m. Germany. Miami and the Chiefs. Dolphins Chiefs in Germany. Nine thirty a.m. You could just see Roger Goodell up there going, ah, "I'm gonna give my explosive offenses and shit to another when, country to see how awesome the NFL is." When the Chiefs lose, it's a showcase. When the Chiefs end up losing this game, and I believe that they will. Uh if I'm a Chiefs fan, I am fucking bullshit. Who do you think owns Because this the should crowd? be this what should be a Can- this should be a Kansas City home game. Or is a Kansas City what home game. What team do you think owns the crowd? I'm going Dolphins. What team do you think owns the the German crowd? Crowd, 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 crowd. Don't underestimate the power of those Swifties, bro. Of traveling? Yep. Not traveling, but just People are going to be like, who are you rooting for? I don't know. I like Taylor Swift. Okay. she wrote, She's dating the Kansas City Chiefs guy. Let's root for the Chiefs. I feel like it could be that simple and that but stupid. But I feel like Dan Marino. Why would he have any impact in Germany? Just, I, know, I mean, I get 70, he's a legacy player, yeah, but like. I feel like they're going to go with the nostalgic thing and be like, no, fuck you, I Dan Marino. We're going the Dolphins. Normally, normally, I think I would I would, I would, would agree. Normally, I would say it's probably going to be like balanced on that 50-50 line that most of these He looks like European David Hasselhoff. <laughs> we're going to the fucking game. <laughs> but I feel like the Swifties are going to, the, the international Swifties over. are going to figure out a way to I get more KC not, jerseys dude. in the stands. God, I would be so pissed. It's probably going to happen, dude. You think so? Probably. You really think so? Yeah, I mean, it's dude. Like it, 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 Taylor Swift is not just big here. Oh, I know. No, I know. Listen, I mean, if you don't ask to make me why she's billion dollars off I don't of like know, a, I get it, but she's gonna make four billion dollars off the Eras tour in the box office. No, I get it. No, what trust me, I know. I, I've seen the numbers. Or something it's, like that. Like that's people just paying to go watch the concert in a movie. <laughs> it's oh I know right isn't that fucking crazy? It's not even going to the damn thing itself. It's something like that. I could be totally wrong, but I saw some astronomical fucking number that literally made me shit my pants the other day when I saw it because of how much money she stands. Like I thought about going to the IMAX thing to see the the Metallica like through the Never. Yeah, and I was like, nah, I'm like nah, I'm like it's not the same. It isn't. It's not the same. It's, it's just like not. like all right, I'm going to a movie theater to listen to Metallica really loud. Yeah. Like cool, but know. like, am I gonna be able to like stand up and like sing and like, or are people you gonna gotta be like, go down front? See them live to really see what I did the there. Experience. That was a row one, seat one throw. Call up. Down in front, I saw that. Shouted out. I shouted out our own show. Oh word. Down in front. You gave it the plug. Row one, seat one live you every Tuesday night. Plug. Yeah. Eight thirty p.m. Row one yeah. live in the one, the only thing you bet for God. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I but that's a nine thirty a.m. game, which. Normally, I'm not getting up at 9.30 a.m. to watch any of this shit because I don't fucking care usually. But like this, all of a sudden now I'm like, fuck. I'm like, now I'm like my Sunday's fucked because I'm like, well, I usually go to the gym and then like get my shopping out of the way on Sunday mornings and get home by like, you know, one o'clock for the games. Yeah. But that's usually because when they do have a 9.30 a.m. start time, it's usually a shit game. 
You know what I mean? It's like, no, oh, Giants, Jaguars. I'm like, yeah, cool. Don't care. Did my did I check my make sure my fantasy lineup doesn't have anybody in it that doesn't need to be there? And that's pretty much it. I'm good. I can I can do without. Or I'm watching Formula One, or I'm watching NASCAR pre race or whatever. But yeah, some cool. There's something else to be doing other than watching some shit tier game because it's almost worse than Thursday night games. The quality of the Euro- European games. Oh, I'm sure. Like you go to London, they're just like, like dude. Like I've seen these teams are clearly not prepared. What are I've you doing seen- here? One London game, I think, since they started doing it. And it was a Jaguars, I think, Broncos game. Last year. Jags, Broncos, right? Yep. And then Broncos won one of our three yeah, wins or five wins. Yes, win. yeah, so yeah. Anyway. yeah, that was it. That yeah. was a, that was, I was up. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, oh, look. I streamed it, and it worked. And I was like, fucking bet. Guess I'm watching this. And I stayed up and watched it. And it was cool, but... Other than that, I could give a fuck less. Like, oh right, yeah, because you work. You don't. You're you're getting home. Yeah. What? Two hours before kickoff. Yeah. So you're just, I just, you're just stayed home. up. I was yeah. like, fuck it. So. Yeah, shit sucks. Yeah, it's like I don't really think to watch that game. That's why I'm pissed when the when the Colts play the Patriots. I'll make it a point to stay up and watch it. But when is that game? Two weeks. Uh, yeah, it's like week ten or week eleven, I think. Is it week 10? It is week 10, yeah. You're right. 9.30 a.m. Fuck. Yeah, it sucks. So I'll have to stay up and watch that one. Yeah, because we get the bye this week. The Broncos do, which is great because now I don't have to feel bad. But, like, also, like, Monday night, Jets, Chargers. Yeah. What are we doing with that? Why? Jets, Chargers? Yeah, why? Zach Wilson versus Herbert, that sucks. In New York, I mean, probably was a good game preseason, but, like, this is why we need more leeway with flex Flexing. scheduling. Yeah, but it's it's hard to, like, do the flex scheduling because you're uprooting Sunday night is Sunday night's shit. a dope-ass game, though. What is it? You got uh, Buffalo at Cincy. And then the 4 o'clock primetime game, the big game at 4 o'clock, which is going to be fucking sick, Dallas at Philly. Wait, Buffalo, Buffalo at Cincy. All right, that'll be a good one. And then... Dallas at Philly uh, at 425. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Dallas has been robbed. Unfortunately, that one's going head to head with your Colts. Yeah. But Colts Panthers, I don't think anybody's going to be chomping at the bit to see that one. No, probably not. Uh 1 o'clock games. <laughs> I mean, there's some decent No, probably not, unfortunately. They look no. Baltimore, Seattle at Baltimore, meh. Yeah, now, the 1 o'clock slate looks like pretty much trash, which is great because that leaves me wide open to watch NASCAR um, and not feel guilty about missing football because let's shift gears here real quick. I have a fucking conundrum. Not a conundrum. It's a good problem to have Oh, um, on Sunday when it comes down to the NASCAR finale at Phoenix. Which is? Uh, so, for those that don't know, the NASCAR playoffs boils down to one race. There are four drivers that can win the championship on Sunday. Whoever finishes highest out of the four drivers that are racing wins the championship. It's plain and simple. It's that it's that easy. There's no you don't come in with any bonus points for winning a race. You don't come in with anything other than everybody all four guys are at zero. Whoever finishes best, you win the championship. Done, done and done. Now, I accidentally put 10 bucks on Ryan Blaney to win the championship like six months ago, which I didn't realize I did. I thought I was betting on him to win that day, but I clicked the wrong thing on FanDuel when I was still getting used to it. Kind of like when I uh, accidentally bet on George Russell to win the Formula One championship, yeah. which I would have never wasted the 10 bucks on because we all knew that just 
That was never going to happen. Um, so I've got 10 bucks on Blaney to win the championship at plus 1500 I believe it is. So 150 bucks, Not bad. No, Whatever. Decent. The fact that he's here. Yeah. You know, all right, cool. Like, I got a chance. Now, right now, I think his odds are like plus 250. So I, I obviously got it in at, at a good time. Now, the question I have is, do I double down and no matter what Blaney's odds are, just throw like 150 bucks down on him to win to win the race too? Because keep in mind, he doesn't have to win the race in order to win the championship. championship right. So if he wins the championship and finishes second, I still get my money back because he won the championship. Or do I bet a hundred bucks on Blaney to win the race, and then put like ten bucks on Slick Willie, ten bucks on Kyle Larson, and just kind of hedge it a little bit and cover it? Because it's they're probably all going to be like plus four fifty, plus five hundred. I would say do your original idea. Put put the money on him and then play it safe with the with the safe bet. At least you get your money back. Yeah, because then if he wins, you get that on top. Yeah. If he loses. Then it's you like, just then make then it's your like, money back. Then it's like a five hundred dollar payday. It's a short. That's that's easiest. Now the only kick in the nuts is if he comes in second place, and the guy who comes in first is Kyle Larson, Slick Willie, or Christopher Bell, because then he loses, doesn't win the championship, also doesn't win the race, and all that money just goes, yeah, and I get none of it. So it's a little bit of a tough thing. But you remember Blaney finished. They're not gonna. Blaney's finished second at Phoenix the last two times he's raced here, and this is the first time he's going to be racing here for a championship. So I have to feel like there's going to be a little extra, little extra juice in there. But how? Do you, I mean, but how do you bet against Slick Willie and, and, and Kyle Larson? Like I can understand betting against Christopher Bell because even though he's the only guy that's been to the championship for two years yeah, in a row yeah, since yeah. they started this format, yeah. um, I can't, or, or not, not since they started this format, but since they've, uh, since, since I believe it was Jimmy Johnson won it. Uh, it's been a while since somebody's been back to back championship fours. Uh, I don't know that I love Christopher Bell to win this one. I like Christopher Bell. C. Bell's a great driver, man. Kid's a wheel man. But when you're going up against two Hendrick cars and a Penske car, damn. Damn. Serious. Yeah, that's a that's a tough that's a that's a steep wall. That's tough. So yeah. I feel like Christopher Bell, I can kind of rule out as a potential. So I'm thinking I'm going to throw because I because I accidentally made that bet on a bet on Blaney. I feel like I'm obligated to throw at least a hundred bucks down on him to win the race. Yeah, and double down on my bet because I fuck it. Like I'm already here, might as well go for the gusto, right? I mean, I didn't. I accidentally picked him to win the championship at plus 1,500 six months ago. So I should probably just double down, right, and just go, fuck it, say, hey, let's roll with it, and then maybe throw, like, 10 bucks on Slick Willie, 10 bucks on Kyle Larson, maybe even 10 bucks on Christopher Bell. Now, the only thing that would kill me is if, like, none of those guys win the race yep. and Blaney still loses the championship. And you're like, like fuck! There's a lot of op- uh, there's a lot of things that can go wrong here. Yeah, true. But well, dude, since this since the finale, money don't make money. Facts. Little stank of booty, you know. Little stank of booty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, since since the uh, NASCAR finale has been at Phoenix, yeah, no one has won the championship unless they've won the race. So the championship driver has won the race every, every time. time. You remember, Logano won it last year. Chase Elliott won it. Larson won it. Uh, everybody who's won it has won the race. No shit. So, 
you got to kind of figure that trend's probably going to continue. The, yeah, who's your favorite? But also, I'm like, damn, bro, like, how am I going to bet against my boy Slick Willie? He's made me mad money this year. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of wish I'd accidentally bet on Slick Willie to win it all. What's that? Don't bet against him. I mean, I'm still probably going to throw something down on him. Yeah. <laughs> it's my dog, bro. It's my dude. You know what I mean? Like, him and Corey LaJoy, those are my two boys right there. Those are my two, like, favorite drivers. Like, Slick Willie's obviously very much established now. He's yeah, yeah. the youngest youngest driver to ever make the championship four at 25 years old. Uh, and, you know, he won seven races this year. He's going for his eighth and the championship. Then you got Corey LaJoy out there, who I feel like once he gets an opportunity, man, this dude, I'm telling you. He might be some. I feel like once he... He's gotten better this year. Listen, I put ten bucks on Corey LaJoy to win at Martinsville as a dark horse. He was plus fifty thousand. When I saw Corey LaJoy starting on a restart on the outside of row one with eighty seven laps to go, my heart went into my throat. Yeah. Because I'm like, holy shit, if Corey LaJoy wins this, I win five grand on a ten dollar wow. bet. And I'm just gonna be like sitting there slamming the bar going, Drive, monkey, drive. Like, you know, it's a grandma's boy reference. Um if you don't know. If you don't know. Uh but he obviously car gave out. They, they didn't have right, the car right, to do right. it because they're just not there yet, but they're getting there. And LaJoy is one of those dudes, bro. You can keep an eye on him. But I feel like I kinda owe it to Blaney just to kinda like say, fuck it, dude. Like I kinda accidentally bet on you to win this whole thing, so I might as well just go all in on it. And I feel like Blaney, I, I don't know. I feel like this it, this could be it for him. Yeah. I feel like this could be his track. He's run well here the last two times they've run. The, you know, I mean, Logano, his teammate, won it last year yep. at this track. I mean, everything points in the direction of saying Blaney's probably the guy. Yeah. And I know he's not going to have, like, I know I'm not going to look at his odds and be like, oh, I'm going to make a killing on that. Right. Like I say, he's probably going to be like anywhere from plus 250 to plus 500. Yeah. So I'm going to have to bet 100 bucks just to make, you know, 200. It's not too, too bad. But we'll see. We'll see. I've seen worse. We've definitely seen worse. 774-992-8702. If you have anything you want to get in on, uh, give us a call. Lines are open. We chilling. We got a couple more things to get into. Yeah. Uh, do you want to touch on the Patriots real quick? Because again, I feel like this comes up every single week. Sean's not here. He's the resident Patriot expert, right? And obviously, Sean's the guy. But um, the Bill Belichick, the fire Bill Belichick crowd is getting louder and louder. I think I sent you guys a screenshot. Um, I think you did, yeah. In the group chat of why I absolutely hate. Everybody in that New England. That whole scenario. Anyway, oh right, uh, because yeah. So you have uh, you have the the fire Belichick stuff, and then you have people sitting there comparing uh, Shador Sanders' numbers right now in oh, college to Mac Jones's I numbers. Saw that. In, oh my god. In, in the pros, and I'm like, <sighs> like, are you? How fucking stupid can you be? Do you not know shit about fucking football? Like, seriously. Paul, they're New England fans. You already answered your own question. Sean's not here to defend himself, but he would agree with us. But Sean probably wouldn't be defending anything about what I just said about why you would post Listen, a college I was, Pac-12 quarterback statistics I was in against the, an NFL quarterback. <laughs> like, as if they're even remotely comparable. Like... This kid, what? Because this kid's obviously simping out for Dion, and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna get a better quarterback. Mac Jones sucks." Fucking 
idiot. Mac Jones, like Zach Wilson, has his moments. Idiot. Like, you just got to give the kid time. Like, this isn't a... People, people just assume that you get like like Brady, like he steps in, wins you a Super Bowl, and then goes on a twenty year run and builds a dynasty. And there's just the dynasty, yeah, don't have and that just happens. Like, yeah, man, like it's the Patriots, bro. This is what we do, guy. Like, uh, actually, no, it's not. Um, I don't know if you know this, but um, your fucking team sucked for a long time, dickhead. Uh, so why don't you shut the fuck up? Yeah, they won three, didn't win shit for like what, like twelve years, and then, then ten. they won ten years, and then they won three, three more. more. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> Which in the last three, I mean, when you Fucking when you look lame. at when you look at the Seattle and Atlanta games, it's like, yeah, they shouldn't even have won two of those. I mean, probably shouldn't have even been in the one against uh, what was it Atlanta? Oh no, not Atlanta. It was uh, oh no, actually the run the one against Atlanta. No, who did they beat in the AFC Championship that year? Because I think the one they beat the Rams was the one they shouldn't have been in, because that was the one where the refs should have swallowed. Uh, yeah, it should have been the Saints. No, it was the it was the ja- It should have been the Jags. Should have been Jaguar Saints. Yeah. Because that was remember uh, what's his name scooped up the fumble. Uh, who was the linebacker for the Jags that year with Blake Bortles and all those guys? And they had a nasty defense. Oh, God, what was his name? He was a fucking hell of a player, too. Once you say it, I'll know. I know, I know. Um, I can't think of it now. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that whole Super Bowl should have been so different anyway. Like, regardless, like, it's crazy how lucky they got. Oh, no, yeah, no, because the year they, uh, the Patriots beat the Steelers in the AFC Championship that year, that was the year that Le'Veon Bell was hurt. Yeah. And the whole team basically just quit by the time they got Juju quit. Everybody quit. Uh, yep, that was yep. the one. That was the one against Atlanta. So yeah, they should have been in that one. Um, yep. And then that was the, oh, that was the year we went to the Texans game. Oh, that, that was that playoff year. game. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the next season was the fuck. That night was cold. Right. They should. It was the one they lost to Philly. Was the one they they lost to Jacksonville. Uh, they they beat Jacksonville and they never should have. Um, I remember that one. Yeah, that was like T.J. Yeldon, uh, Leonard Fournette. Was on that team. Oh wow! What was his? God damn it! What was his name? J J. Some of the J. Yannick and Gakway was on that team. Miles Jack. Oh, Miles Jack. Yeah. That was one. Remember, he picked up the fumble and was running down the sideline, and the the refs blew the whistle, and they were like, "No, play is dead. Play is dead." And it was down. He was down, and then they went back and reviewed it, and like it wasn't even close to being down. It's a fumble. It was definitely a fumble, and should have been a pump pick six. Uh, you know, six for the Jags, and they were like, "No." Nope. <laughs> But then they got smacked by Philly anyway, so all's well that ends well. But they never even should have been there. Yeah. But nonetheless, they never should have won that game. They never should have beat the Rams. Like, how are you going to score? How you gonna, how you, how you going to hold the Patriots to 13 points and not win? Right. I mean, I just don't get it. But nonetheless, neither here nor there. But um, but no, these are these are the Patriot fans. They they want Shador Sanders now um, because they think he's better right now. Oh, you know, And the kid just posts a screenshot of uh, – and this is from a Patriots fan – Facebook group, and he just posts a screenshot of Shador Sanders' numbers right now and Mac Jones's numbers right now. I was like, I'll just leave this here. Like, so matter-of-fact, yeah, like, like, I'll just leave this here for all uh, you idiots. So it's like, you're the God, idiot. they're so dumb. Yeah. They're so dumb. Um, but nonetheless, the, the fire Belichick crowd grows louder every single day. I hope you do it. I really do. I hope... I hope they fire Belichick. I hope he just decides at the end of the season, you know what, 300's good, I'm out of here, fuck you people. Uh, you don't deserve me. 
uh, because they because they don't. They really don't. I mean, these people wanted Belichick fired while Brady was still here, if you remember right. right. Because we didn't Brady get any weapons. Why can't we get him any weapons? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. What is the greatest tight end of all time? Not good enough for you. I know, right? I'm like, you had you had the greatest wide receiver of all time. You had you know the greatest slot receiver of all time. You had wow. two. You had fucking Frankenstein tight end, and then you know one of the you know your, your other tight end couldn't you know just lay off the trigger, right. and had to get all trigger happy with one of his boys because somebody figured out he was playing for the other team, and uh, yeah, you know ended up in pr- hi-ya, dead in prison. Hi-ya. Uh, you know, but yeah, no, Brady's Fuck had plenty me, of weapons, but so, they, yeah. they, they, the whole team was, they were so, the whole yeah. crowd was like, oh, fire Belichick. Yeah. Belichick, the Idiots. GM sucks. Idiots. It's like, yeah, I know. All they do is go 12 and four every fucking year. 11 games. God damn, dude. Like, God sucks, bro. To go 12 and four is just like 10, a, 10 AFC championships. Fuck, man. Oh, fucking lows, bro. So yeah, I honestly, I hope they do fire Belichick. It'd be great. Yeah. So then they can fucking find out what it feels like to actually have the, like, a coach who you don't know year to year if you're going to want to keep him. Right. You know? But these are all the same people that were like, in Bill we trust for every, you know, every year. Sons of Belichick uh, anarchy. With oh, God. Sons of Belichick. That had to be the corniest shit I'd ever oh, seen. yeah, yeah. They're sitting there, sitting on their exhaust. That was, sitting, that, that was one of the cornier. Sitting on their exhaust <laughs> of their bikes. That was one of the cornier shits I've ever seen in my entire life. The sons that of- was right up there with like the, I'm a January guy. I'm loyal as fuck, but don't cross me because you'll see what I'm all about. And it's like a skull riding like a Harley yeah. and shit with lightning bolts I'm a and super shit. Bad it's like, ass. oh it's like- my fucking God. Who wears that? If you wear that, please call in. Yeah. Drop your name and your address. Yeah. I will pay you a visit and probably punch you in the teeth. And then on top of that, I'd also like to know, like, who bought that for you? Did you buy it yourself? Because if you bought it yourself, you probably should have your buying privileges revoked. Yeah. And if somebody bought that for you. And you know that guy definitely has, like, a Punisher skull with the, with the blue line in it, oh, like, fuck on his truck. Yeah. You know what with I mean? the stars, like the flag and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. It's like, oh, he unironically wears, like, you know, like, law enforcement. Black Rifle Coffee Company. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Come and get him. It's like, come and take them. It's like, yeah, good. Okay. I'm sure if they really wanted them, they'd come get them. You yeah. think you're going to, you know, you won't live to tell about it, but you they'll get them. Yeah, I mean. You might take a few of them with you. Yeah. Godspeed. God knows I'd probably be on your side, but. Yeah, I would be too. Also, um, lame. <laughs> yeah. Pretty lame, bro. Also, that t-shirt you wear is real cringe, bro. <laughs> no, that t-shirt you wear cringe as fuck, dog. <laughs> Like, Super loyal, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a January. I know. I'm like, yeah, you I'm know, a January you know what guy. T-shirts and they're like, fucking what? talking about? Yeah. Yeah. They just like take like random things. They're Don't like, cross me, or I'll do really crazy things that you wouldn't want somebody to do if you crossed them. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, okay, bro. You're like, all right, dude, settle down. Fuck like, it. it's like we're 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 at, we're at fucking. And then you go click on buy now. It's like forty nine ninety five, and you're like, Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, it's like, come on, it's like, dog, you you wearing that shirt out to Wonder Bowl on a Thursday night? Like, chill out, all right? Fucking Olive Garden. Yeah, like, goddamn, like, yeah, it's like, like their Sunday best. Yeah, you know, those are the kind of people that are like Limp Biscuits, my favorite yeah. band. 
But then Five Finger Death Punch came along. And yeah. Like, oh, boy. Wife wears, like, leather and denim, but it's built like a fucking mini fridge. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, settle the fuck down. Just looks, just looks like Stacey. Settle down, Tanya. Just looks like the white <laughs> Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Go smoke another one. It's like, all right, Tammy, take it easy. Yeah. Don't get your stoma clogged. <laughs> Yeah, we could go on. It yeah. Just, I, Jesus Christ! I, it's it, those, those. I mean, you, you see some of the most cringe shit on fucking social media. It's like, really bad. it just pops up, and you're like, like, who buys this stuff? Like, we used to mock that stuff. Like, you know, you go to Walmart and you'd see like, like the five wolves like howling at the moon. Oh yeah, with the Dreamcatcher and stuff. Yeah, and you're like, all right, like that's pretty lame. But like, then it became like, I'm a badass Viking. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's just lame. I'm though. a badass Viking who used who. Was born in the wrong era. Don't make me reach back to my ancestry when you cross me. It's like, just like shut the fuck up. It's like right up there with those fucking guys with their fucking pirate songs. Do it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sucking dick, dick gonna see a blunder. blunder. Oh, Something yeah. gay and the sales go up. You're like, yeah, what the yeah. fuck is this? Like, why? Are I saw that TikTok you sent me the other day too. That was fucking hilarious. Which one was? That? I don't know. You just, you just quoted sucking dick oh, in a sea of yeah, blunder. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah. I heard that song. I was like, oh my god. That's like, like the, the, the like the like Viking sea like the pirate sea shanties on TikTok the year. It's but like, it's like but it's like brand new shit. Yeah. It's like done like recently within 2020. Yeah. It's like some like Norwegian like Viking guys who like start singing all this like random. Viking shit and it's just lame. Yep, and it then is lame. And you get a bunch fuck. of like, and you get a bunch of like has been retired cops that are like, "That was me." Who drives around like, "Hey, babe, I'm gonna go get some groceries," and they hop in their Z71 or and whatever. They put that with, shit on. Yeah, with their Chippewas on and shit, and they're <laughs> fucking driving, and it's just like, that's you know, what you're listening to. Seriously, I want to know that band, and I want to go on Spotify and see how many monthly listeners they have. We could find that out. We'll we do that could. for next week. I have to find that out. Let's do that for next week. Yeah. Um, uh, a couple other things before we get out of here, too. Uh, obviously, Will Levis era has begun in a big way in Tennessee. I don't want not, to fucking talk about Not good news for you, Paul, in your division, but um, the crazy I put mayo in my coffee psychopath with his hot ex-girlfriend, who I still follow on Instagram. Is she now dating? Yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I she kind of fell off my Instagram algorithm now that she's not dating Will Levis, which is oh. weird. Um, but like, I, I bet she's like fuck. No, nah, I mean she's probably fine. She's probably gonna end up dating another athlete. I mean, yeah, true. that's what those girls do. Yeah, cleat you know, chases. She's like, I'm going. I'm going to nursing school. I'm like, sure, sure. you are, honey. Cleat yeah, chases, bro. Like, I mean, I'm sure you are going to school, but I'm like, yeah. I'm, I feel like that. Where kid, are you? Where? Yeah. Where you know, are the meme? Like, yeah, the, the kid, the, the like '90s kid, <laughs> yeah. the, like old school PC. Uh, I'm sure she's going to find a ton of time to do all the studying while she's doing makeup tutorials on Instagram every five minutes. Um, But yeah, nonetheless, uh, Will Levis comes out, just balls the fuck out, four touchdowns in his debut, three to D-Hop. Fuck. Fuck. I mean, 
I can't believe Ryan Tannehill didn't get moved at the deadline because of Will because of the success Will Levis had right out of the they game. They probably just don't want to go off of like one game. They're gonna probably be like, all right, let's give it like three or four. Mike Vrabel's not an idiot, dude. Well, you gotta prove yourself. That's that's one of the things that they're doing because I mean we saw, you know, CJ Stroud come out and kinda he was, you know, hammering it the couple first couple weeks right. and now defenses have gotten a beat on but him. But it's not looking good for Tannehill because you know Vrabel's sitting there watching Levis going and he's looking back at fucking Tino going, <laughs> you fun. You know what I mean? And he's, he's like, just like oh. He, he like taps him. He's like, you like, see that throw? Tannehill's like, yeah, I saw that throw. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm just asking. Right. Sorry, I thought you were my, thought you were the assistant coach. You might want to pay attention to that throw. <laughs> you see that throw? Because you Tennessee. should, you should probably be able to make. You should. You, that's the throw we've been wanting yeah. you to make. See the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, learn a lot from this can game. you make that throw? By the way, you're fired. <laughs> I hope you like Minnesota, dick. Yeah, see you later. Uh, but no, they got Space Dobbs out in Minnesota Space to replace. Space Dobbs. Yeah, uh, Josh Dobbs to oh, replace yeah, Kirk yeah. Cousins. That had to be one of the biggest uh, letdowns of the weekend. Um, I love Kirk, bro. I've been a like very Kirk, big critic bro. of Kirk Cousins on this show. His I've, preparation makes me respect him alone. I've never thought he was a bad quarterback. I never thought he was... He couldn't throw a football. I just never thought he was a guy you were going to be able to win a Super Bowl with because it always feels like when the lights got brighter, and, I mean, the numbers back it up, when the lights got bright, he he didn't get it done. Whether, you know, he could be one of those guys to throw for, you know, he could throw for 404 touchdowns and one interception, but that interception would come at the absolute worst possible time. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, Kirk was one of those guys that you were just, you were never going to win a Super Bowl with him. I love Kirk Cousins. I think he's good, but he's not the guy. Like I'm not looking to build around Kirk Cousins. You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, right, pal. Right, I, and, right, and it, right. And he's a great guy, all things considered. I, I like everything I see out of him. The, the whole nine, whatever. I have nothing bad to say about him as a person. I think he's a great human being. I have all these great, you know, things. All I'm saying is, as far as a football player, I would think twice about having Kirk Cousins be my starting quarterback next year. Should he be ready for the season opener? He's going to retire, I think. Feels that way. Because I feel like he's like, like, I've done enough. I don't think he's ever going to. It breaks my heart to say that because I watched that show quarterback and I watched the segments with Kirk Cousins and he's got this special place in his room for his Lombardi trophy that's never gonna come unfortunately because it's just not gonna happen Kirky boy unless you like but retire. I like that he's trying to manifest it though. you know what I hope he does retires and then just like it's like nah fuck it I'm coming out of retirement and then just goes and like hops on like third string or something on like the bowling team whatever or is. or somebody needs a, somebody you know like the uh like yeah, the year uh yeah yeah and they just wins a Super Bowl like on the bench, like yeah, fuck it, like you or just, like the Jets. The Jets get to like the playoffs in the with last A-Rod or something. Yeah, the last week, you know, what I mean? and they're just like somebody or like a team like that, and they just sign them off the street. Yeah, come on, us the Super Bowl. Was like, he uh, comes in and Nick, and, uh, you know, Big Dick nicks it and just exactly Nick it and yeah. wins one. Um, so that was a tough that was a tough pill to swallow on Sunday because even though I'm not a big Kurt Cousins fan, I still feel really bad for the guy because he is such a good dude and such a nice guy. And you hate to see that happen to like good dude. You're like, come you on, really man. Really, dude, dude. I, uh, that that show quarterback kind of sucks because like it, it actually gives. I feel you, like, like that's the where people fell in love with him depth. too. Yeah, his preparation and the well, way you have he, to at that level. Dude, he does so much more than most quarterbacks. 
I'm sure he probably does. I, I, I'll put it this way: I'm sure he does what is expected of him, and then a little bit more. He but if you're not doing above if, and beyond, if you're not, but if you're not going above and beyond as he a starting quarterback in the NFL, some, you're not going to make it. Right, but he definitely does to some degree. He goes above and beyond with like you're right because some guys just have the natural like, talent where they can just kind of like, like yeah cool I got F1 this F one style um, reaction times yeah like, a lot of guys shit, do that. like all like but like nuts nuts stuff but I remember like Donovan McNabb doing that back in like the early right, 2000s yeah. I didn't see I didn't see Mahomes doing it or Mariota doing it but they don't always show they're not going to show the you same know, guys doing like, all the same well, shit they're well, trying to they should they're, but they're trying to contrast them you know what I mean yeah, well they, if they well no if they all do the same shit be like yo this is maybe Mahomes do. doesn't need to train that because he's still young Exactly. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Maybe it's a difference. That's what I mean. It was cool to get the insight. You need to hone that as you get you older. Get a little bit, you get a little bit insight of like their whole lives. I honestly don't really hate Patrick Mahomes that much. I see the work he puts in, and he does have a gift. The way he can talk his body, apparently. And fuck him. Apparently, the way that, like, from like a baseball swing standpoint, if you, act like a, if you ask like a swing coach, yep. his ability to talk talk his midsection uh both left and be dexterous ways both left and right is like uncanny yeah it's it's well, like I mean, the guy's clearly talented so, as fuck. Like, but that's why he has such like powerful and like crazy like left hand throws when he's right-handed or like the way that he can throw off balance Back across this, his body with the back velocity. Across, and he can, yeah. he can. Apparently, he's got this insane like flexibility through his torso, which he also does. Do, he does like baseball prep, like swing um, conditioning type exercises, well, shit like that. Dad was an MLB player, right? So it makes and sense. he also, yeah, and he probably could have played professional baseball if probably. he wanted to. Obviously, I think he got drafted. Was he one of the ones who got drafted too? Russell, uh, yeah, him, Russ Wilson, Russ um, Wilson. Uh, there was a couple that fucking uh, what's that his name there? Like D one Michigan kid that got drafted to uh, the Yankees. Third baseman was the Yankee Drew Hansen. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Hansen but I'm or saying, Hansen? but I'm saying he's got like some like yes. th- he's got some abilities that like you can't teach. Yeah, you know of course. He has, uh, like, we, we, we know that um, right. But for the guys like Kirk Cousin who who don't have that ability, he definitely yes, he, has he to definitely work on his checks skill. all the boxes needed to check to be in the most physical shape that he needs to be in with his ability to compete. Yes, Mahomes has uh, the natural abilities. Yeah, he does. Whereas certain Watching guys him like, on that show, dude, was kind of an eye-opener to like... Because people oh, forget there's wow. a difference between abilities and skills, right? Skills are right. something you develop over time through repetition abilities right. or what you're naturally given. With. You just have it. You know, you have the ability to <gasps> jump. <laughs> <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. My dogs just start barking again. You're like, what the fuck? Why is there a gorilla upstairs? Um, no, uh, he has, you know, the, the abilities that some guys have are just, they're unparalleled. I mean, obviously, Lamar Jackson right. has abilities that no other quarterback has ever had. You know, Michael Vick had I abilities. You know, there are guys better. that were naturally I still think gifted. Michael Vick's better than Lamar Jackson. I would take, if you told me you could have a quarterback, Mike Vick or Lamar Jackson, who are you taking? I'm taking Michael Vick. Vic was a fucking highlight reel. He had I was watching some things on Michael Vick and people were saying that he literally would just he lit, 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 flick. Lit. He would just flick the wrist. Like yeah. a, and it would just oh, he like had a hand cannon. fifty yard bomb. 
You know, yeah, fifty yeah. yard laser. I'm sorry. The problem was, it was just like a suit, and the, it was just the problem with Vic is when you had that like little like six yard dump off, and he flicked the wrist, <laughs> and the guy's getting blown out of his cleats, and you're like, dog, like, can you take a little off of that? Like, yeah. I'm right here. He watching. I watched like a quick like twelve minute clip on Michael Vic the other day. I was uh, doing some shit at the hospital, whatever, yeah. and uh. I watched like throw after throw after throw like clip put together of him like throwing and he made it look so smooth and so easy. Yeah, I mean Vic was awesome. It's But I think Lamar's Lamar's probably I mean, statistically he's obviously eclipsed Vic in every category. Especially passing. Vic passing was nowhere near as prolific as Lamar has been. Um running, you could make the argument that Lamar is better because the numbers say he's better at this point in his career, but also I don't know, man. Michael Vick was a human highlight reel. That That's dude, what I'm saying. When that dude. dude took off, you were like, oh. Yeah. So like You had no idea what was going to happen, dude. He was fucking nutty, bro. But uh, no, but that's the abilities and the skills. And it just sucks to spring this point home. It just sucks to see a guy like Kirk Cousins get knocked out, especially when the Vikings were kind of looking like they were, they were looking like they were about to be like kind of back in this thing. They weren't gonna do it with Kirk, though, man. I, I'm sorry, but they, I know. But they were, you know, if you you're know. if you're four and four at the trade deadline with and Kirk's healthy, yeah. I but mean, who, but what are you gonna go do? You're gonna go uproot your you're gonna go uproot your entire offense and try and get another guy. I mean, no, no, but I feel like if you if you're if Kirk is healthy, I feel like maybe maybe they go after a Chase Young or a Montez Sweat or you know maybe they go out and they you know right. they they try to get Jerry some Judy. kind of like polarizing like defensive figure something like that i don't know like you know what i mean maybe you go try to get somebody out of somewhere you know what i mean like right. cuz there's probably a lot more guys that are uh, there's a lot more players available to trade deadline than you ever realize right well i'm hoping the colts didn't make a splash cuz they plan on tanking and getting Marvin Harrison Jr next year oh man mervin goes to if Mervyn Jr. goes to Indy with Michael Pittman and, mm. and Josh Downs, I mean, Josh it would just Downs be, is making a. Sm- it would just be so fitting. He's making the case to to hit my start and fantasy lineup. Josh Downs is. Yeah. No, and I get it. That's with Minshew Maniac quarterback. If we got AI Welcome back, to which the Minshew. makes me fucking nervous. I was so mad seeing Will Levis fucking put those numbers up and shit and do his thing. I was like, fuck. <laughs> I hope we didn't get you the dog ha- shit end of the deal, you dude. I really hope we didn't. You could have had him with a second round pick. I know. Fuck. But then again, it also took this long for him to beat out Malik Jackson and Ryan Tannehill, and it took some injuries for him to even get the fucking nod right. and going into that game they were like yeah will levis is gonna start but he's on a really short leash right and it was six like six plays they were yeah, they were gonna yeah they were gonna pull him if he fucking started sucking so luckily for him he didn't he made the most of his opportunity yeah. cashed it in but yeah, we'll see how this goes because we all know how this goes right you get the guy that comes out starts lighting it up and then defensive coordinators get a beat on him and then right. three weeks four he's weeks later fucked, he's yeah. throwing more in his set. he's throwing the wrong team way too often so right, right. Uh, that is what it be. But last thing I wanted to talk about before we get out of here, and we'll we'll end it on this is um, well, for, we'll we'll for, yeah, we'll end it we'll end it with this. Uh, so Clay Travis from Outkick.com, uh, he works for Fox Sports now. Clay, if you're not familiar with Clay Travis, just go Google him. He's huge. He's a massive. Yeah. Um, he's a big time. Uh, I would call him a. Cons- he's, he's he's he leans. He's he's a conservative. 
anti he's like he's very anti uh you know trans men and female sports kind of guy you know i'll kick the coverage you you gotta know it if you don't know it go check it out um they're fucking awesome they they put out um they put out sports content the way we do like for people who are rational and normal right. you know that we don't sugarcoat shit yeah they don't well not only that but they don't pander to people just as like we're not going to sit here and tell you like um you know, Leah Thompson is an American hero. Like, nope, Leah Thompson's a bully who likes to get erect in girls' locker rooms and laugh at them when there's nothing they can do about him making them wildly uncomfortable. If you don't believe me, just go read up on Riley Gaines and all of her and her teammates' um, right. firsthand accounts of right. having with to swim with this sick fuck weirdo. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, so Clay Travis, in an attempt to uh, kind of put into light uh, why it is unfair for biological men to be competing in female sports? Uh, put a million dollar bet up. Yep. For and he said, "I'll put a million dollars on the uh, on the line that there is a the best high school male high school championship males team. caliber." He said, "Championship, championship caliber, caliber team." team. So it doesn't even have to be, be the best, the team. best, the best, just a championship caliber, a championship. Team caliber high school boys team will beat the WNBA champions in a game. I'm going to take that bet. Yeah. Yeah, because even in high school when you can dunk, I mean, I don't know who the I like how are you going to stop a like 6 foot 10 high school kid or a 6 foot 9 high school kid who can dunk and jump out of the building as, as a female like who can't even get to the rim. I'm taking that bet. A thousand times, and Clay Travis is going to cash in a million dollars on that. And this whole thing gained. This whole thing, this thing, this blew up so fucking fast that like high school, high school. What does it it proves? It proves that biological men should not be competing in female sports. Facts. That's the whole point of this. The whole point of this is that if you and I, right, you can put. Let's say you and I went out and got three buddies. Right? Okay. And we go, and we're a bunch of fat, old, out of shape kids. And we go play the Dartmouth High girls basketball team. This is no disrespect to the Dartmouth High girls basketball team. We're We're just using it as an example. We're just using it as an example, but we're probably going to mop the floor with you. (laughs) I mean, let's be real. Like, as good as they are, like, nah, like, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, I think if the minimum standards for our team were like, can you play 48 minutes of basketball? Like physically, like can are you can can you condition yourself to do that within a month? Like, okay, we're gonna win. We <laughs> like, like I'm just saying, like it, it's it's not fair. Like, what are those girls like? Five six, five like not even like what's the biggest girl on the team? Five six. Unless they Steph Curry shooting from outside the box, and I mean we're talking about like so. And even I get then, it. I'm running out and gunning. I'm but fucking. If, if you know. if I decided right now that I was gonna go be I'm like, like all right, Rodman kid. I'm gonna go right like, <laughs> like and obviously right, maybe that age gap is too much. Like maybe like I was like we we played like a college team, we'd probably get worked. But that's because fundamentally they're just way better at basketball than we are. You know what I mean? Like you can you know So but that yeah, but all right, so wait, he's talking about a college a high school team. A high school men's high team. High school men's team. Because he's piggybacking off of when that UFC Dallas under fifteen team UFC uh UC, was it UCF UC. the under the U no the U fifteen Dallas FC team the under fifteen Dallas FC team yeah. wiped the floor like seven to nothing with the with the feet with the women's 
national soccer team. National championship soccer. Uh, the soccer match. The women's Olympic team. Right. Wipe right, the floor with them. Right. A bunch of kids under 15 and under. Right. Beat Mock the brakes the off of the women's team. national team. Olympic team. National. Like, this is the best the <laughs> country has to offer. This is what we said to fight the world yes. in this sport. And a bunch of 15-year-old And a bunch kids. of 15-year-old kids were just like, yeah. Blew that one by you. Hey, mom's my hot pocket warm. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, yo, can we hurry this up? Like, call yeah. it. Like, it's double Fortnite X- shit. It's a double do. XP weekend in Fortnite. Yeah. Hey, Mia Ham. Nice so, Clay Travis put a million dollars on the line. I think it, he said it was. He said it blew up in a matter of like minutes. It went viral and like every. He's like, and he's like, dude. He's like, honestly, he's like the auditioning process of this is going to be probably the most fun than anything else because you have all these you teams. Audition. All these men's high school teams. teams. And he's he's like I get to go watch all these like I'm gonna go watch all these men's high school teams Could play and like imagine. try to come up with who the best one is to play the women's the WNBA champions. It's gonna be some inner city. It's gonna be an inner city Chicago, uh, Midwest Ohio. No, it's gonna be not, some. It's not. Gonna it's gonna be, be a prep school. It's, it's gonna, gonna be 100 percent prep school. You think so? Yeah. It, I think it's gonna. I mean, be maybe it was like Chicago like the Kobe's be like and LeBron's, but it would be like it'd be like, like a Loyola high, like prep school or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's it'll be a prep school probably. Maybe. But it'd be, but it's gonna be funny to watch a bunch of like 15, 16, 17 year old kids just go at like literally dunk on the WNBA champions. Some kid whips out his nuts on Brittany Griner's face. Yeah, <laughs> man. She's like, oh my god, he just. I would love to see, but that. I think it's. I think it would be funny. But here's that the thing. would be a pay per view event. But, but do you yeah. think? But do you think the WNBA champs will agree to it? No, they won't. They won't. I don't think they will either. No, because not only are they going to not want, like they know what the intention is there, like what they know what the intention behind it is. They don't want to fuel it, and they don't want to fuel it. And then obviously, like they're like, yeah, well, like, nah, dude, like I'm not going out there and getting embarrassed. They're like, because half the you know we don't know this, but like whoever the WNBA champs are, I have no idea who they are. But Vegas. I was. Uh, Vegas, right? Dude, who cares? Okay. Honestly, who cares? <laughs> I, th- I think it's a Vegas, whatever Don't the hell care. they are. Couldn't tell you if I guessed Darren it. Darren Waller's girls won again. Oh, cool. Um, Whoever the hell they are. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for them. I mean, great. Don't care. Yeah. But my point is, is like, there's those girls. What? But like, how many girls on that team or women on that team would sit there and be like, well, I don't believe that men should be competing in the WNBA. So I'm not willing to go out there and get fucking embarrassed by a 16-year-old kid to make somebody else's point that I agree with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be like, like if, if you got like, whatever, I don't know, 20 girls on the, 20 women on the WNBA roster. I have no idea how many are actually on it, but let's right. say it's 20. Yeah. And three of them are like, yeah, trans men, trans men should be able to compete in women's sports. And the other 17 are like, fuck, fuck that. that. Yeah. Like, why would I want them come? Why do I want men coming into my league taking food off my table? Right. And then, the, but you know, and they're like, no, nah, like, how about we do this? How about we find an all star team of female WNBA all stars that are pro transgenders and uh, men and, and women's sports and put them up against the 15, 16, 17 year olds and let them get embarrassed? Yeah, not happening. Because I feel like it's just not going to happen. But I think it would be hilariously funny if the WNBA champs. Did go out there and be like, "Yeah, we can beat a high school boys team," and got smoked, and by then like they get crushed by like fifty. Be like, the, it'd be like the ninety-two dream team versus Angola. <laughs> like, oof. Would they get beat by a hundred? 
uh, something like that. It was pretty yeah, bad. It was bad. It was yeah. pretty bad. Uh, but anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. That was a that was good shit. Um, yeah. We'll talk about it a little bit more next week when the World Series is over or or drawing to a close. I think uh, whatever Game Four is on right now. Yeah, Texas and uh, D bags, right? Yeah, zero zero last I checked. Oh, that was a while ago though. Oh. Damn. Oh my God! <laughs> okay. Texas is up okay. eleven to one. Okay. About to go up 3 1. So Jeez. it looks like Texas is probably going to win the World Series, uh, which is fine. I'm okay with that because, you know, bitch, I'm from Texas. Um, even though they beat my Astros, I'm partial to all things Texas. So I was I would like to see the the Rangers get their first World Series yeah. um, in franchise history. If, you know, if it wasn't going to be the Astros, I wanted it to be the Rangers, even though that rivalry got a little chippy there at the end. Um, just makes for a better year next year. Uh, but we'll talk about it next week when Sean gets back because I want to get his perspective as a yeah. as a diehard Red Sox fan too because I I put it out there that uh, last week uh, when Altuve uh, was it last Friday night was a game five of the ALCS against Texas uh, and I was watching it at uh, Nick's Bar and Grill in, in Hollywood Florida on the boardwalk and a uh, fantastic place by the way if you're ever down there check out Nick's it's awesome uh, and I'm watching it and I said uh, you know top nine. And it was like, I think it was uh, eight, nine, and then Altuve. And I'm like, if they put two on in front of Altuve, he's putting this ball over the left field fence, and this game is going to be 5-4 before you know it because they were trailing by two. Sure enough, my wife and I I are watching it. They put one on. They put the second one on. Altuve comes up. I said, watch this first pitch. Boom. And Lauren looks at me. She's like, how the fuck did you know that was going to happen? I'm like, you know, babe, I said, I watched David Ortiz do this for years. Now I'm watching Altuve do it every year. Yeah. I said, you kind of just get the vibe, like you, feel, you get the so feeling, like you is. know what's going to happen. Biatch. And I said Biatch. at that point, Biatch. it's time that we start putting, we start talking about Jose Altuve with the David Ortiz's, the Manny Ramirez's, the Reggie Jackson's, the great postseason clutch hitters. And of course, all of the Boston faithful lost their absolute tits because Nobody can touch their false god, David Ortiz. Now, not to say that he's a false god. I love David Ortiz. David Ortiz is probably, if not my all-time favorite, he's in my top three all-time favorite yeah, that's players. That's the homie, bro. He's, that's the homie. he's the big homie. He's big poppy. He's the man. Uh, but um, people, but of course, in typical Boston fashion, they took that as I was saying. It's time we start putting Altuve in the same conversation as he's better than Ortiz, and I'm like. Calm down, first of all. Okay, I didn't say he was better than Ortiz. I never said that. I said it's time we start putting him in the same conversation. I said, and then second of all, Ortiz wasn't even the most clutch postseason hitter on the Red Sox during that era. It was Manny. All right, so if you really want the numbers to back it up, like, yeah, I know, 4 I was there. Okay, I saw it. But, you know, Manny did some pretty big things, too, that get swept on the rug because Manny got jettisoned in 08 because everybody yep, hated him. Yep, yep, but Altuve, yep. I think, needs now Did two. he LA and I think Altuve like needs <laughs> Altuve needs two more home runs in the postseason to tie Manny for most postseason home runs all time. Really? I'm like, dog, like, what are we really talking about here? Yeah, so next year I'll get This it. dude is an absolute monster in the postseason. So I'll get it next year. Uh, yeah, I probably would have had it this week if, uh, you know, they had, the bats had shown up in game six and seven, for fuck's sake. But give the Rangers credit, man. Oh, Nate Evaldi yep. came Nivaldi. out and fucking dealt. Yep. And the Rangers did what they had to, and they they just they got the, they got 
they got the one up on the on the Astros. Something that's Fact. not not a lot of teams have been able to do. Seven straight times the Astros have been to the ALCS. Um, that's crazy. It'll probably be eight next year, and uh, you know whoever we face off against in the uh, Astros Invitational, that's you know it. it'll it'll that's be it, it'll be a battle, it. but. I knew it was going to be a battle. Everybody I talked to, I forget who I was. So I think I was talking to our cousin, and I was telling him, I was like, yeah, dude. I'm like, whoever wins this is winning the winning it all. Right. Whether it's Texas or the Strohs. I said, I got Strohs in seven. Right. It was the Rangers in seven. So is what it uh, be. But we'll talk more about it next week. Fuck yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into, uh, we'll dissect a little bit more. Obviously, we'll, we will react to uh, the NASCAR champion, we already know who the Formula One champion is, uh, but Vegas isn't this Sunday. It's next Sunday, right? Am I, am I right on that? They got the week off. Facts. They're off this week. Yeah. And then they're in Vegas next uh, next Sunday. Yep. For the third and final race of the American circuit, uh, American circuits, third and final American circuit of the season. Yeah, third, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, should be fun. That should be a good one. I got a couple, uh, couple of my, uh, my wife's co-workers are going. Yep. Yeah, they got, uh, third and fifth. So the third to the fifth is Brazil. So two days left. They, they do race this weekend. Oh, they're in Brazil. They're in Brazil. Yeah. Oh, fucking fantastic. So, oh, I uh, thought we had no formula this week. No. Oh, that's great. Brazil and then. What time is that race on, by the way? That race will be two days, 11 hours, 52 minutes. Uh, fuck. Let's see. Race is on 12 p.m. Noon. 12 p.m. Noon. Noon. Perfect. So, banging. After <laughs> after Brazil, uh, November. Then it's Vegas. November. No, it's, yeah, then it's Vegas. 16 to the. And then 18th. Abu Dhabi to close it out, right? That's 16 days. And then Abu Dhabi to close it, 24 to the 26th. Right, which we all know Max Verstappen's already won the championship. He's, he's locked got, it up. He's got everything. Now he's just trying to set the record for fucking. I mean, he already broke the record for most wins in the season with 16. Now he's doing more. Now he's, I mean, he he's fucked up with podiums from two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? No, he's made the podium every week. Nah, he fucked up his stretch. He didn't win. He didn't. They, they didn't win Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. But Red Bull, for whatever reason, Red Bull was terrified of Singapore, even in the off season. There was something. There was something up. There was something about Singapore in general, yeah, that track yeah, that they didn't yeah. have speed at. And they knew they weren't going to have the right, speed at it. Right, right. And they said that was the only thing that could kind of ruin their undefeated season. Facts. Um, but nonetheless, he's got 16 wins on the season, so we'll see how many more he can rack fucking up. He's got three more opportunities. And it's fucking crazy, dude. That's a level of dominance we haven't seen in a long time. But glad to see the McLarens pulling up, doing well. Um, glad to see the uh, Ferraris doing up. I think I bet on uh, without Max Verstappen. I think I put. Uh, wow. I think I bet was it Leclerc. Yeah. To win Vegas, so even though Max is going to win Vegas, right? Uh, it's betting without Verstappen. So if, if Leclerc finishes second, it's like five grand. It was like plus five thousand. What? I was like, I'll take that. I'm, I'm like, that. that's a crazy bet, but I'll take it. So, whatever. Yeah. Is what it is. Auto racing is one of those things that's tough to fucking bet on. But uh, let's get out of here, Paul. We're going to go uh, We're gonna go enjoy this rest of this Halloween night. I got my DM sizzle locked and loaded over there in case any kids decide to come back, come by with some cartons of eggs or do anything fucky. Um, Fuck yeah. You go catch it. Fucking great. You go catch it. Uh, I think it's an... Un, it's in uncapped semi, so I should be able to get that up around 20, 21 balls a second, you know, if I need to. 
Um, we've got a couple extra pods locked and loaded, ready to go, just in case anybody wants to try some fuck shit, which would be great. I would love that. That would just, that would make my Halloween. Bang it. To like just see some kids like out there just like throwing eggs at my car and just open up the fucking window and just lay into Flutter them. Flutter them up. Just be like, sup, bitches. And they're like, oh, no, it hurts. And I'm like, yeah, no, it sucks, so doesn't it? So uh, anyway, but it's Halloween. I don't know if that kind of shit still goes on, dude. When we were kids, it was rampant. Yeah, not anymore. But I feel like our generation, like this generation, they're probably like, no, nah, I want to get home and get online. All them motherfuckers <laughs> just went and bought candy at the store and sat online. Nobody came out. We got zero. Oh, we had a ton in my neighborhood. We, I saw them we when I ton. pulled up, but we had, yeah. and I saw them coming down uh, the Ave and shit like that, but none in my neighborhood. Zero. Zero. Yeah, we had a boatload in this neighborhood. It was crazy. So, most we've ever had, actually, since we've moved here. So, good shit. All right. Happy Halloween, everybody, for yeah. Joey Fats and Plizzy. Uh, and Mr. Betancourt couldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, I, for Plizzy and Mr. Betancourt couldn't be here. I am Joey Fats. Yeah. This has been Roll One Seat One Joey Fats Radio on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. We will be back next Tuesday night, 8.30 p.m. Happy Halloween. Enjoy November. Peace.